Hi, this is Dale Lear, designer of TRS-80 Color Baseball, and you're listening to Coco Talk. Talk, the nation's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer, with your host, Mr. Gameplay Goodness himself, Stevie Stroh. Acclaimed We're author. Right. We're in I'm... trouble, Boise's here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you. I've I've gone ahead. Uh, John, is that John um, Lynn? Boise, don't be creepy. That's my job. Yeah. What, uh, what's what's Boise's line? I'm just gonna sit in the corner and watch. Yeah, that's right. It gets less trouble that way, Steve. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah, but there's different markets for that, Boise. You got to be careful. <laughs> so, Steve, how are those frozen iguanas coming out of the trees down there? Ah, uh, they're delicious. Frozen <laughs> iguana on it's a stick. A, it's a lizard sickle. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Boise's camera just came in. Actually, I think Boise even had some snow here recently. We uh, there's Myra. Yeah, probably about a month ago, we got a little bit on the ground. wasn't too bad. It's very unusual. So, all right. Well, we're here. Since since uh, since this is not live, we can just you know freestyle it and then always just hack and patch this later. But I guess we can go ahead and start with a formal introduction. I'll I'll introduce everyone who is here right now, and then we'll just get into whatever. And uh, so here we go in three, two, one. Hey, welcome everybody to Coco Talk After Dark. It's Friday night. Do you know where your Coco is? And we've gathered together some of the nation's leading people with free time on their hands on a Friday evening. And uh, we have with us Mr. Grant Leedy. Welcome to Coco Talk, Grant. Hello, guys. Holding up a camera, looking very photographer-ish, Steve Batson. Welcome, Steve. Thanks. How's it going? Very good. Sitting in the corner, arms folded, Bill Noble from Canada, eh? Hello. All right. And uh, full of pixels, we have the lovely and talented David Ladd. How are you, David? I'm doing fine, Steve. How are you? Well, if I was any better, my name would be David Ladd. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Looking much like a processor, Richard Lorbieski from Boyce and Technologies. How are you, Richard? Uh, doing great. Is it an Intel processor? It's hard to tell. I, I have no idea. It just yeah. looks cool, so I took it. <laughs> it does. It does. Winner of, the, winner of the Chalice of Bravery in the live Forest of Doom Marathon. Jason, the Cocoa Man, how are you? Hey, doing great, Steve. Got nothing else to do on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Single most talented person in the Cocoa universe. Uh, uh, musician, 
singer, songwriter, producer of commercials and segments and, and God knows what else and just damn good looking guy. Myro is with us. Welcome to the program, Myro. Bringer of the echo in the background noise, we have Mark Overholzer. How are you, Mark? <laughs> Mark, are you there? Looking very stoic in that uh, screenshot there, too. All right, well, we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Host of the Coco Crew podcast, Mr. John Linville. Good evening, John. Thanks for being with us. Hello, hello. And the guy who stands in the corner and watches Boise Pete. Welcome, Boise. All right, uh, do, you, do, you sit, do you sit in the corner or do you stand in the corner? I stand with my arms folded. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a Friday night. We 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 realize that. Uh, and there's Mark. Hey, Mark. Howdy. All right. So yeah, we realized that we we're going to be very short-handed tomorrow for Coco Talk, and so we figured, what the <clears throat> hell? We'll do it. We'll do it tonight. So we're doing a Friday night Coco Talk after dark, um, where we can intentionally be as unprofessional as possible where we usually just end up being unprofessional so there you go and happy new year to everybody last time we spoke collectively it was before new year so it's now 2018 happy coco 18 to you all yes for sure i'm drinking a uh sam happy adams. new year drink <laughs> yeah sam adams rebel ipa is what i'm trying out tonight look look good <laughs> And here's Simon Jonasson. Oh, Pepsi. Drink of champions. And Simon Jonasson has just joined us. Yes. Very, very cool. So it's a new year. And what's new and exciting with us when it comes to retro, cocoa, oh, things Simon. like that? Hey, Simon. Hi, guys. Uh, it's late. It's very late. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. An echoey, echoey too. too. Yeah, it's it's two a.m. <laughs> I've been up since six. So. <laughs> wow! Wow! All right, Simon, are your headphones plugged in? Because we're hearing echo now that you joined us. Yeah, well, I, I plugged the headphones in. I, I could uh, try to turn down the. I don't. I don't. I don't have a mic on the headphones. Okay. Echo test. All right. Better. Better. Okay. All right, so Grant Leedy, have you done anything retro this week? Unfortunately not. I've been in a deep freeze and working. Yeah, yeah. So nothing new and exciting on my end today. Yeah, very cool. Um, you are not going to be able to make uh, tomorrow's show, right? That is correct. I'll be at a Chiefs game. Playoffs. Ah, nice, nice, nice. And, and Steve, we don't get you on too often, but uh, I definitely want to say thanks for continuing to try to fly that uh, rainbow flag. Oh, sure, no problem. And I'm not talking about the one in David uh, Ladd's front yard either. I'm just talking about the rainbow magazine <laughs> itself. <so. laughs> Steve, you're so going to get it at Coco Fest. <laughs> oh, yeah. And what's going on with you, Steve? Anything cool? Well, I've been so busy with other stuff. I'm trying to trying to build up a business on side so my cocoa time is off and on and probably spreading myself a little bit too thin with all the stuff i keep buying <laughs> <laughs> you buying uh retro stuff 
Yeah, yeah. No, I've 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 been playing around with Roger's project for a while, and every time Ed Snyder comes up, I feel like saying, "Take my money, dude." Yeah, right. Because <laughs> he comes up with all the cool stuff. So, yeah, just trying to keep all that stuff going and have some time to to do the rest of my life. I hear you. I hear you. Very very cool. Bill Noble. Hello. And what's what, what's been going on with you this new year already? I know it's only been about five days. Anything exciting going on, project wise or otherwise? Uh, actually, yeah, pretty uh, good progress going on. Uh, Rogers' uh, direct mode access to the SD card. He kind of figured out what was going on with my program because I put a alpha test out to. Roger and Ron Klein, and I discovered that there are different types of SD cards out there. Okay, you got TV going on in the background there. I hear, I definitely hear some background noise now. Not me, no. I'm in a closed room. Oh, okay. Somebody's got some soap opera or something going on back there. So the the SD card access. So this is going to allow. Um, the Coco on a chip to not have to go through a disk image. Uh, I tell you what, I, tell you what I, do, I turn down, turn down my television because it's probably what you can hear. It it's basically uh, taking SDC Explorer from the Coco SDC to the actual Nano. I'm gonna try to hang up on Simon for one second. Yeah, Simon was the was the source of the sound. All right, say that part again, Bill. I'm sorry. I said it's basically taking SDC Explorer from the Coco SDC uh-huh. to Nano. Okay. So you can actually browse the entire card and create images and delete images and. Okay, so the S- the SDC Explorer can do direct read to the SD card. Um, yeah. But what about the the Nano itself? Is that going to have the ability to read straight from the SD, or is it always going to be kind yes. of? Oh no! It always it always did, but it was basically a standard disk image, where it was image per image. Right, right. So it was kind of like inside the sandbox of the yeah. of the disk image, but it it can read outside of that now. Now it can, yes. Okay. So that's kind of cool. That opens yeah. up it opens up the doors like the media players and things like that when you have direct access to larger files, right? Yeah, my well, my main problem was I was actually looking at it from the wrong direction because I was thinking of going through OS nine for the reads and writes, but ended up being well, no. Got to deal with the SD card and SD card controller directly. Okay. And the Coco on the chip has the same SD module as as the Coco SDC does, right? It's hardware-wise? Well, the actual hardware-wise, yes, it's identical. Very cool. Very cool. And I, and I know you also were um, uh, have maybe some updates to share with us on some of the ease of use stuff, or is that maybe not, uh, not ready for prime time yet? I'm not sure if it's ready for prime time. Uh, Curtis and I discovered something that uh, we can actually fix okay. the last couple of days. Uh, I'm not sure if David has any 
info further on that, but okay, go right. there. We'll, we'll, <laughs> leave, we'll leave it at that. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we, I, Curtis and I figured out that we may be able to fix uh, the boot bug that actually has a system map greater than 64K if you're mapping in a 16K graph group. So it's still in the works yet, but we're not perfected on that yet. Okay. We'll return after these announcements. Hello, I am David Ladd, and you are watching Coco Talk, the nation's leading live Coco podcast. Lots of things happening, though. Very cool. And, and, and thank you, Bill. Thanks, thanks for the update. And uh, David Ladd, we missed you last week. Oh, why, thank you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Your presence yeah. was, was, was sorely missed. Well, I got, I got, I got whipped because you wasn't there. <laughs> We've always got well, the MC10 it, it, to fall back on. It's better someone gets the whip and chains rather than me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what Steve <laughs> so so what have you been up to David since we haven't spoken to you on the air in a little while here uh, I'm breaking MAME again and <laughs> uh, ECC and XROAR I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm just breaking crap like normal <laughs> I actually I, I broke VCC the other day because it's supposed to be 200 lines like 320 by 200 and it's only 199 ah so up until then, VCC was completely perfect, and you just now broke it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's fine. I mean, yeah. I believe on some of the real gimme chips, you only get one ninety nine on the screen. Oh, okay. So is this an, is this the difference between uh, eighty six, eighty seven? Yeah, on on the the gimme the. Um, the 200 line mode, I think, only 199 displays, at least in one of the ver gimme versions. Okay. Okay. Welcome to the program, John Strong. Howdy. Sorry to jump in, but I just want to. No, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Well. <laughs> that's what we do here. We jump in. Um, 
so you said you're breaking MAME, and of course when you say that, it means you found something that was broken that, that we're now going to address. So you want to share with us what the latest David Ladd discovery is? All right. Um, working with Curtis, I was asking him what was one of the easiest ways that you could tell if a Coco has a 6809 or a 6309 in it. And one of the things that Curtis said is do a clear D because on a 6809, half of the opcode is ignored and basically the other half is seen as a clear A. Thus, um, your A register would be cleared, but the B register would not be cleared on a 6809. Well, on MAME, VCC, and XROR, all three of them didn't even do the instruction at all. So A and B weren't even cleared. Hmm. So, um... They separated over it, basically. Yep. Now, I let Kieran know. Um, I believe he's got his fix in for it. Um, I've reported the bug to the, the MAME devs. Um, at the mametesters.org, I believe is the website. And I even found out how to fix it and supply the, the diff file for how to fix it. Oh, wow. But, but so far, that's pretty much it. And of course, VCC, you know, that'll be whenever the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, Blue Moon decides to come around. <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, 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 what is it? Support at VCC uh, dot com or Yeah. So this is a problem that you can pr you can prove works on real hardware, but is not working across the board on all of the current emulators for this thing. Right um, now. My test, I had to get Jim Brain to help me because at the moment, I do not have any Cocos that have a 6809 in them. Ah. My Coco 1, my Coco 2, my Coco 3s, they all have 6309s in them. Yeah, but so, they're, so they're socketed. Yeah. That's true, but I don't have any 6809s. You don't so know that's, that's, you that's the issue. You yeah. didn't have the bare metal to test it on. Right. Right. So Jim yes. tested my basic program that loaded the binary, and then the binary did the you know the instructions for the test, and it worked as as I figured it would on a real Coco that had a 6809. So, and that's one thing with Mame. They want you to prove that it works on real hard their hardware, right. Right. so they know okay we do have an issue. So. Right, and the and the reason why you were doing this is this is all part of the the ease of use project. So you will will be able to detect what processor we have to know what features we can unlock for kind of like a plug and play for lack no. of better terms. No, this is my own personal learning experience. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> so because because the thing is is that if j just to give you an idea, um, because. Um, I'm trying to get into assembly again. Um, I want to get maybe some framework for doing some stuff. And I want to be able 
to have routines for both 6809 and 6309. Mm -hmm. So that way, um, you know, like some games, if, if you're on a 6809, you only have so many cycles that you can do stuff. Right. Same with the 6309. But if you can go into 6309 mode, you can possibly get enough extra cycles to maybe do one more voice of audio or right. some other other things that you might be able to do and i'm just trying to learn how to detect and then use the alternate routines so that right, way right 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 now that was something i would be interested in too when that when i finally get to that point you know is to have the um kind of self-aware software that says well if you have this chip then you know unlock this feature so i, I can see the benefit of that so uh, and in, in your discovery or in your attempt to do this on, on, on emulators is when you figured out, well, the emulators, emulators are not outputting the right information. That's right. Yep. Although I thought about being mean and making a disk image that said, oh, you're on an emulator. I can't help. <laughs> <laughs> you have violated the warranty. <laughs> you're ineligible for support. <laughs> you're not legitimate. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. I mean, how many have you are you keeping track of how many of these discoveries you've come across between floppy images and processors and controllers and I mean, I don't know, no. it's got to be a, we're going to be nearing the half dozen um point of things you've found that have gone on to you know get improved. Nope, I'm just trying to be a part of the community to help find and if possible even suggest fixes if mm. possible. Well, put it, this way. <laughs> put, put it this way, Steve. Why do you think we have David Ladd on the ease of use beta testers? <laughs> if there's a problem, yo, he'll find it, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's cool. And that's the one nice thing about XROAR being developed by one person. You go to him. <laughs> you go to Karen, right? Yeah, hey, Karen, this is what we discovered, and boom, it's fixed. It always yep. fixes it. Yeah, that's great. Um, now there was. Um, not, let me not let, let me let me let me ask oh. one question re um, related to that. Now, Be, what about the FPGA implementations of this? Has this affected um, uh, Cocoa FPGA or, or Cocoa on a chip? Okay. Well, as far as the Cocoa on a chip, that would have to go through Bill. Um, I could probably provide him a disk image with my tests to see how it works, but right now I have no VGA display that I can test with my Coco 3 FPGA project because I kind of blew the VGA ports on my TVs. Um, mm. Well, we'll go were, into were that. You, were you properly compensated for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ooh. Oh my! <laughs> that, that went pretty low, Steve. <laughs> so you can't Are we test the PG thirteen yes. rating now. We can't. Yeah. We, can't we, we can't test the. You, we can't test your FPGA right now. No. So, <laughs> so uh, actually, yeah, Dave, I. I would appreciate it if you sent me that disk image and test it out. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll 
get to it after we're done here. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it seems like oh, if, no, there's, if there's a common code base, this that, and you know what this sounds like too. This sounds like the damn bugs they're finding in the processors now. These two, these two Intel bugs that are now able to be exploited for malware to, you know, transcend past the application layer and sh- look at shared memory and stuff like that. It's like, I know it's not a malicious thing, but it's just interesting that you're finding a CPU bug now at the same time our current generation hardware is discovering one too. Um, did you have anything to do with that bug too, David, or at least the discovery of it? <laughs> Probably no, did. <laughs> no, but you know, here here's the thing. I'm running on a, a PC that's technically roughly 14 years old, so <laughs> it's, uh, Still not yeah. <laughs> Is it? It might be pre-bug, huh? Well, it's not Intel either, unfortunately. The bugs go, bugs go all the way back to 1994. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> and they're basically bugs in modern computer architecture. They're not actually specific to Intel. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. so, so basically, we're all screwed. Yeah. Just about everything can be exploited uh, or is at least feasible. Wow. Um, because of uh, <clears throat> out-of-order execution and... and uh, the way memory protection works and caching, and it's the intersection of all these cool things that make your processor faster, um, and it just all have their telltale features that can be exploited. It's a damn mess, let me tell you what. As uh, someone working uh, live at a, a prominent operating system vendor, um, my email has been stuffed full of it lately. Wow. Well, you're not screwed, per se. You're just a good friend of the NSA. <laughs> well, yeah, NSA yeah. can do what they want, <laughs> but we don't have to help them. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Very, very cool. Well, as always, your contributions are always appreciated, and your um, your tenacity uh, for uh, for kind of discovering the obscure. The underbelly of the retro uh, universe, you know. So, cool stuff. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I did. I did find an interesting tidbit, though. If you want to hear it after last night's Discord chat. Okay. Yeah. Um. This has to do with good old MS Paint. Okay. Black and white BMPs. Okay. Um. Uh, and basically, I did a test because um, a member of the community was asking a question last night. And I'm like, I wonder how hard that would be to do, was to take a BMP and have it quickly loadable on the uh, Coco. So I created a 256 by 192 um, black and white okay. graphic in MS Paint, then saved it out as a monochrome slash black-white BMP. Okay. Then I stripped off the header. Then I put on the header and footer that would be on a binary for the Coco Basic. Okay. And had it set to load at the E00 hex offset. So that way, all I had to do is set P mode 4, mm-hmm. set the screen, then I loadumed the binary, right. and it loaded the graphic image on the screen. Wow. 
So, the, this, oh, so through through Disk Extended Color Basic, we can now load yeah. a um, MS Paint file, which is yep, basically what right. a dot a .bmp file, right? Right, yeah. with, with little modification. Now there is one hiccup. Microsoft, in their great wisdom, <laughs> <laughs> oh geez, <laughs> upside, upside down. It saves from bottom up. No, that's OS2. Well, OS2, OS2 saves from the bottom up, and that's been a cover ever since. So, yes, you have to flip the binding on it, uh, flip the image on its head. Yeah, well, MS Paint. <laughs> yeah, so when you use MS Paint, you have to make sure you flip your image vertically. Ah, so you have to save it upside down so it appears right side up when you load it. Yes, right. you do. And it's easier to do it that way using a modern GUI than writing code to f flip the data. A lot more, a lot more, well, a lot more computational work than. Uh, yeah. Now I thought about doing something completely crazy and breaking up the BMP into lines and having it um, breaking it up and then reassembling it in the right way. But as like um, some of the old uh, tricks for the cocoa, where it would draw random lines through the screen i thought where it would just suck out the bmp and then write the bin file in such a way that it was a multi-segment bin and when you do a lodum you'd see the lines draw in different places uh, until it was full. that would be kind of cool to see it load in like an old apple II display how it kind of had this like these weird different alternating uh kind of scan lines filling in and stuff no, we don't like the Apple II. <laughs> so. The interleave is horrible. That's cool. So. That's cool. We will return after these messages. Hey, this is Bruce Moore, author of Force of Doom, and you're watching the original gamer Stevie Stroke. Only the bravest souls enter. Only the most cunning return. Defeat innumerable monsters to ransom the king's scepter stolen by the evil wizard. Your sword, shield, and wits are your only allies. Pray you find a magical inn as your only respite in the forest of doom. Billy doesn't work. We're off too soon. I got him! Seven shadows. What do they do again? Where's that handbook? Oh, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even see my strength was that low. Oh, I didn't make it out of the forest. I'm dead. Oh, I still haven't won. There is some small cause for hope. An ancient tome containing the secrets of this deadly wood may guide you from peril to victory. Available through fod.gracenote.ca All right, well, I'm, I'm going to shut up now and let someone else nah, go. No, that's, that's really interesting.
So, um, you, you, uh, uh, David, do you actually save that as um, 16 color? Two no, color? I saved it as a, as a monochrome, a one bit. Right, one, is, that, is that what it's called? It would be one bit, right? You right, can do that. Can you do that in paint? Yes. You just save it as the monochrome BMP. Okay, because I've done it another way. Uh, I actually took a a BMP file and I converted it to um, um, John Lewis probably knows this format. It's like um, uh, PBM, which is portable bitmap. So it's basically a um, ASCII version of a binary file where it's just ones and zeros, ones and zeros. Hmm. Um, I didn't know Paint could actually save one-bit files because if that's the case, then you could just strip off the header. Yeah, well, that's basically what I did. But it's it's basically in the black and white mode. Um, it's one, you know, the eight bits in the byte. So therefore, it's all ready to go. You just flip it, save it as black and white, as long as it's at the right resolution, of course. And yeah, then okay. strip the header, add the um, this basic binary header and footer, yeah. which is just five bytes at each end. Yeah, of course it is. Of course that it sounds is. wrong. But, um, but... <laughs> <laughs> do, do you get... Um... Oh, oh, Jesus. It's just like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like... Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, v I'm very incoherent because it's like 2.30 and I've been up like 18 and a half hours. So. Uh. <laughs> but but um, when you save the uh, sorry when you save the BMP, how many how many palette entries are in it? Because I know if black you save like there is no so, palette, no, it's just black and no white. Black okay, and white. <laughs> okay. So you've only got you've only got the uh, you've only got the X and the Y. And maybe two well, palette entries, because I know I do the same. Two colors. I do the same thing for for the Coco Free when I convert images. Is literally just take a BMP, uh, make it sixteen color, strip off the uh, hex seventy six header, and save it because it's got like um, the hex seventy six is the You've got the X and the Y, and you've got the uh, 16 free byte palette entries for the RGB. Well, so, yeah. on, on the header, yeah. So but it's the same the deal. You just, you just strip off the header, and you've got a, a perfectly usable file. You just have to flip it on its head because of the old OS2 format. Yeah. You're yeah. basically ignoring the header, Simon. So, but I've never, I never actually tried to um, save a, a, a monochrome file in in uh, Paint. So he's saying it can be done. So I'm definitely going to try it because that would go. ease my life a lot. And there you go. Yep. And you yep. have you have David Ladd to thank for that. <laughs> <laughs> now wait till I tell him about. You got to remember, it, it's Sir David Lab. Sir. Hey, David Lab. hey. Lord. No, 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 no. Lord of the no. floppy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll floppy's ass. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs>
Very cool. Well, good stuff, David. As always, as always. We need we need to make sure that even though we do, uh, we always like to poke fun uh, in jest that we do give the proper credit and respect when it is due. And once again, it is due. So <laughs> yes, very much so. Yes, 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 yes. Very cool. And what about you, Richard? Richard Lorbieski, I know you've got some projects you're working on. Anything you want to update us on? Oh, yeah. Well, one of the things I want to update is the Coco Scart uh, cable. Thanks to David Ladd. Uh, you know, thanks to David Ladd. Like thanks to David Ladd. <laughs> uh, we had a problem with the uh, intensity, the luminous on the uh, R, the B, and the G, the red, blue, green uh, line. And uh, we came up with a solution. He helped with that. And mm -hmm. what it is is we have to add a capacitor in a 180-ohm resistor in line. And uh, I haven't posted it on my website yet. But if you had bought a cable uh, from me, uh, you can email me at richard at boysontech.com, which is B-O-Y-S-O-N-T-E-C.com. T-E-C uh, or T-E-C-H? T-E-C-H. I'm sorry. T-E-C-H. Okay. Because I know I've screwed it up the spelling once. I want to make sure I got it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you could go ahead and ship me uh, the cable, and I will make the uh, I'll fix it, and then I'll ship it right back to you, and yep. free of charge. So That's all you cool. have to do is all you have to do is just pay the shipping one way. Uh huh. And it was it's you know the irony is David sent his cable in, and I and I did it, and it got I shipped it out Monday uh, Tuesday, the second, and. The UPS, not UPS, but the uh, uh, postal service screwed it up, <laughs> and uh, it's it's now back in San Antonio again, according to the tracking history. I don't know why, uh -huh. but but um, <laughs> yeah, but after uh, and I I did post a couple of screenshots on Facebook. It, it is a hundred percent. There's a huge difference in yeah the, uh, yeah yeah because the the big the big. Uh, tip off was pop star pilot the solid yes. blue squares were not in shades and there what you weren't getting the shades of red and and i noticed too in the coco sdc explorer things were just yeah and so um no yeah, that's, I, that's I, great I, I, that it's fixed yeah i thought it was a palette problem because you know the, the the design has been around for a while and and nobody really picked up on it because the big the big thing that a lot of people in my and myself we just like to use it in 80 column mode in nitrous nine but mm -hmm. then when some people were playing games, I said, this is not right. And right, right. that's one. And I thought at first it might have been. It was Nick that actually spotted that. Yeah, because he was looking at the screenshots and saying, hey, my game doesn't look right. So. Right, and Curtis, uh, Curtis Boyle, not, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, David, David Ladd's, uh, the, the ease of use guy. Bill Noble? Not uh, Bill Noble. Nick Nick that's me. <laughs> yeah. Nick Marentis. Nick Marentis? No. Um, oh, 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 Bruce. Bruce Moore. Oh, not Bruce Moore? Moore? Not Bruce Moore. Um, We're running out of Canadians here. <laughs> okay, so there's Curtis Boyle. There's right. Bruce one of the Moore. Widows. There's, there's one, Bill one Noble. One of the Widows. Right. It wasn't Neil Blanchard. Um, what about Nick Marionettes? No, Nick's Australian. As long as we have that clear. Right. Who's doing the ECU? Who's, who's doing the ECU project? That's Curtis Boyle, Bill. Yeah, Noble. Curtis Boyle. That's it. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. Me. Okay. There okay. We go. Yeah, Curtis. So anyway, 
Yeah, because he knows that. And then uh, David last started working on it, and that's when he was like, hey, you know. And he came out with a, an I, an idea, and that's when I, you know, ran with it. And uh, he had tried a few things, and it works great. So Yeah, I got to send mine back to you. I just haven't had time to do that. But, yeah, I noticed it, too. And I actually thought at first it was my box. I thought it was my SCART to HDMI box because you were saying, well, some of those things are cheap crap, and you never know what you're going to get like a box of chocolates and right. um yeah so i actually went through two different boxes and had the same problem and that's when i started thinking man maybe it's the cable and i didn't want to offend anybody but i'm glad we got to the uh we got to the bottom of that one. Oh yeah definitely and we can all go to the milk shop to the malt shop because we've uh, we've unraveled the mystery here gang yeah <laughs> zoinks <laughs> zoinks, <laughs> zoinks. So, it was so old, david, it was old man jenkins <laughs> so so david ladd gets a scooby snack yes he does <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> 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 that's awesome um, and, yeah and one of the other announcements i actually i was going to uh do it tomorrow but since we're not going to have one um the, I have the uh, Atari uh, joystick adapter uh, conversion uh, from Coco to a, to a uh, Atari joystick uh, inline in adapter. Uh, I'm going to be making those, and hopefully, if everything goes right, I'll have them available Monday. Okay. Um, these are compatible with the Coco 1, 2, 3, and Tandy 1000. Okay. So, so you're going you, to have the DIN on one side and the... Uh the nine pin or whatever it is connection on the other right the db9 and and right. all the elect all the conversion electronics are in the db9 hood so it's a very okay. small sneak so hook it up basically kind of like a yeah like a little dongle cable right. that's, and, an, that's an interesting way to go about it right and if anybody has a tandy 1000 and that's one of the things i haven't really theoretically it should work on a tandy 1000 but if anybody has a Tandy 1000, lives in the United States, uh, email me, and I will be more than happy to send you a cable okay. to, try, to try out. To try out. Uh, Except as, for as, David Ladd, because I'm sure he'll find something wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> David Ladd should be the most sought-after quality assurance consultant in the United States. I mean, he really yes. should be. Yeah. <laughs> after being on the Coco Crew, his price went up, and now off all these, you know— Consulting gigs, the guy is just, uh, you know. So, anyway, guys, it's um, 20 to 3 in the morning. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for thanks for popping in, Simon. Yeah, no worries. Get, get uh, some sleep. Yeah, catch yeah, you later, all right? Okay. Bye-bye. Sleep well. Good night, Simon. Take care. And so I'm just trying to be systematic here at first, but we can talk in any particular order. But... Um, uh, Jason, how are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Just, have you got uh, Have you got your mug yet? I have not. Oh wow, damn Canadian mail, huh? Uh, maybe it's that cheap Canadian labor. <laughs> <laughs> I see you have Timberman in the background there. So Ron Delvaux is hard at work chopping trees back there in your cocoa. Yep, I have I have Timberman. <laughs> I have Timberman playing here, and uh, I, I've unlocked all the characters here. Just uh, oh the last, my god! Uh, there's, a, I just unlocked the last, the last one there. The uh, the mad, uh, madman. I think they call. Okay, him. yeah, that's and, Simon. Uh, <laughs> and that chopped. you you unlock him after you've gotten sixty eight oh nine chops in the game. 
So and that's he, that's that's how you get to the madman. And he chops with a cocoa. Oh, that's funny. Well, don't 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 show anybody because that'll be a spoiler. They need to uh, they need to unlock the madman on their own. That's kind of funny though. So Simon's in the game. He's been immortalized as a uh, as a as a video game sprite. <laughs> yeah, good good stuff. Good stuff. It's it's been fun. Works great. I haven't have I've been having a lot of fun with it. And, That's cool. Uh, other than that, it's been a pretty uneventful cocoa week between the uh, between real life and uh, just uh, weathering the cold weather we're having. And uh, yeah, no iguanas raining from the sky. <laughs> no iguanas. No, but this morning, this morning is uh, this morning. It was uh, it was actually warmer in Anchorage, Alaska, than it was here in Ohio. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that post, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. That's why. Yeah, even in, even in Florida, where I mean, there are people posting pictures of like having frost on their windshields and stuff. And like, we're not, uh, we're not. Somebody posted a meme on uh, Facebook saying, you know, like with a picture of like a participation trophy, saying, "Congratulations, <laughs> Florida! You finally participated in winter." You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like we're, we're finally getting a taste of the cold or something. So. Uh, that's pretty funny. So yeah, there's there's basically uh, you are like the David Ladd when it comes to video games. Give this guy a game, and he's gonna find a way to get to the end of it. So um, uh, like David does for emulators, you just unlock all the secrets apparently. So <laughs> cool stuff. Yeah, I gotta I gotta throw in I got I just gotta retire because I can't even call myself a gamer anymore. I mean, everybody else is sitting here breaking records and oh. doing all this kind of crap, you know. Oh, don't Where, worry. I'm still doing terrible with Pop Star Pilot. <laughs> well, at least we have we have one thing in common there. That's uh... the way I, I look at it, Steve. Is he has too much time on his hands? <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible problem to have. <laughs> very, sure doesn't very feel cool. like it. Cool beans. So, Mister Myro, how are you doing back there? Good. Doing good. Yeah, uh, did you have a good holiday? Good Christmas, New Year's, all that stuff. Yeah, I got to got to spend some cocoa time. So uh, yeah, Joe Rowe had there. a good time too. Yes, she did. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I've been working with the uh, the Game Master cart. Uh, Ooh. I, I got the kit, put it together, and uh, I've actually been monkeying with it in Basic. Okay. So uh, I I may uh, post a video this weekend. Oh, that would be uh, cool. But uh, makes uh, makes a lot of cool sounds. Uh, it's, you know, I, I plan to do some assembler with it, but it's certainly uh, highly usable and basic. So that's, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I saw I saw the uh, Farfall preview um, that John did. Um, maybe we'll hear some more on that. But you yeah, know, that's cool. That's kind of on my wish list too, because you know I'm still dabbling on my little project. But I figure once I got to the point where um, my game is kind of the game, then I can look at some window dressings I can add to it and bit and top on my list is sound, you know? And so, um, I would be interested in doing that too. And so if it can be addressed through basic, that's great. Um, I know there's some talk now on this compiler. I forgot what it was called. The, what was it called? The C3 compiler or something like that. Cause I know Bruce has been playing C with it recent. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's kind of cool. So I'm looking forward to trying to do that. That'd be very cool. So very, very, very cool. Uh, Game Master, what else have you been working on? Uh, the podcast. 
Yes. Yeah. Well, by the way, by, by the way, he- hell of a job on the December oh, episode. Oh yeah. So much content. So much content. It's a big mean, one. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, it's fun, like fun, you can't you you can't pick your favorite. You just can't. But there was just so much out there. So thank you so much for all that. And it's just really. It's a feast. It's a feast for the ears and for the imagination to, to, <laughs> to hear all that kind of stuff. Very cool stuff. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing some more music. <laughs> and and Mark Overholzer. Yep, I'm here. How are you? Well, yeah, I'm in and out. Uh, I'm doing great. Haven't really done anything. I, uh, I'm actually visiting Southern California right now in Orange County, where it's really nice, 64 degrees and slightly overcast. For the highest <laughs> seven degrees, unfortunately, for the rest. 64 um, degrees, huh? Yep, I'm better than Florida, I think. Um, nice. So anyway, uh, I have the uh, I have the GMC card, but I haven't dived into it yet. It's still at home. And uh, I actually drove down here from where I live in Oregon. It's about a thousand miles. Wow! <laughs> did a one shot about uh, sixteen hours. Yeah. So anyway, I've recovered though from that. So okay. That's really more bad. Um, Merry Christmas, late Christmas, and family. So. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for sure. All right. Looking forward to seeing or hearing what you pull up at the Game Master. Mm-hmm. I got, uh, I have a uh, Zipters also, so I play both of them. Very cool. Cool stuff. Uh, David, you got yours too, didn't you? Um, yes, I got John's um, Game Master cartridge and Ed's uh, okay. PSG. Okay. Um, to tell you the truth, I've only had enough to actually get the ROM socket installed on the gmc and um get hdb dos installed on okay but that's pretty much all i've gotten on there because i need to learn how to use the ti chip um just like how i have to with the psg i have to learn how to use the ym so far the only thing i've done on the ym chip was how to use the sega controllers on it so that's pretty much all i've done on it okay David, why don't you just tell us what's wrong with either one of them right now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet, so I haven't broken anything. <laughs> I have to admit, though, that all three of those uh, projects for both uh, John's and Ed's is being tied into the Nano right now, and we got a new driver coming. Okay. So meaning OS 9 will have a driver for both of these uh, sound solutions? Not just OS 9. I'm thinking RS-DOS as well. Oh. Mm. Thinking mm. you give it a command and away it goes. Okay. I know Simon's been working with the PSG. I think he's getting that too. Ease of use. Well, the thing is that all three of them are so similar. It's not even funny. Yeah. Jinkies. Are they similar to the point where if you send the note data, like, like you know, let's say it's a numeric value, is would that would that same number generate the same note on all the different chips? Yep, pretty much. Okay. Because basically it's 13 registers per chip, roughly, give or take. And... Uh, they basically do the same things per register. Okay. Very interesting. 
Well, to quote a line from The Phantom Menace, we'll watch your career with great interest. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> very, very cool. John Linville, how are you, sir? All right, how about you? Not bad. I think your lighting is, is phenomenal. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, I'm happy for if you're happy. If you're happy, <laughs> really don't care. I think you sa- you sound better in the dark though. <laughs> Personally, I was uh, most pleased with the uh, the release party we had, where uh, I looked like the ghost of Christmas past. So. <laughs> I loved it how you started off, and then Myra was like, hey, "I'm going to turn off my light too." <laughs> oh, there's Ghost Boise. Yeah. <laughs> lights we don't need no stinking lights <laughs> so well anyway i figure you'll ask the same question so um uh earlier in the week i was trying to squeeze out the last bit of freedom for my uh, holiday break and uh, uh finally got around to doing uh some conversion of the music in farfall over to the hardware uh, on the uh, game master cartridge and um, I've got uh, I've got something that's not bad. Um, I would like to enhance it some more, um, add some better, um, some fuller music, shall we say, um, uh, uh, chord progressions and that sort of thing. Um, I'm um, filling up the ROM a little fast, so I'm not ah. sure exactly what I'm going to do there. Um, I think I'm actually going to be okay, but uh, we'll see. Um, Aside from that, uh, I um, so the the, the uh, Game Master Cart kits were available both as uh, pure kits, and that's what uh, David and, and Myra have gotten. Um, and then I also uh, offered uh, pre-assembled kits, um, and so um, uh, I would during the rest of the week I finished assembling those kits, uh, which I had run short on some parts, and they came in over the holiday. And um, so I got those together and got them uh, packaged up. And um, <clears throat> I uh, thought I might have a problem with shipping since we got hit with a freak snowstorm. Mm. <laughs> but uh, we did manage to get out and get those shipped out yesterday. Uh, so uh, there'll be a few more Game Master carts uh, out there in the world uh, soon. So hopefully we'll see uh, a little more development. And... Um, Today, this afternoon, uh, I took the opportunity to um, flesh out my um, uh, hardware assembly uh, document to uh, cover um, if you want to do a HDB DOS or other you know DOS style ROM, um, and also um, added some stuff to the programming document um, to give a few pointers for people that might want to find other either existing songs or, or use a tool to compose some new ones. So, a lot of Game Master Card stuff recently, but... Um, Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, no new games yet. Hopefully, I'll get there soon, too. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Yeah, I saw the YouTube video, and it was it was neat to just to hear some, you know, some better tones and yeah. hear it in the background. Um does that free up the game when it's not having to pause to generate the sound and stuff? You get a few more cycles out of the game and stuff. Yeah, well, so it's um the only thing that was pausing, um, so you, you know, there's the, the moving backgrounds, uh-huh. whatever, right? 
And then on the title screen, I kind of emulate that w- within the Farfall logo. Mm-hmm. But the way it's done, the Farfall logo actually takes a whole lot more CPU time than the regular backgrounds in the game, which is okay. kind of funny, I think. Yeah. And so if you notice on the cartridges that are out there that just do all the sound and software, when it plays that first little overture song, the you can actually see the movement stop in the uh, Farfall logo. Okay. Um, but if you if you notice in the video that I posted um, this week, the the vid, the uh, Farfall logo movement does not stop. Okay. It's more free flowing. That's right, because you just you know you just kick off the tones as they change rather than actually having to constantly service them. Um, so it does free up some, some CPU for that. Very cool. And so will that be available at some point in time, like the Farfall Deluxe or whatever you want to call it with the enhanced sound? Yeah, I expect to have, I think I'm going to call it the, because uh, the, the releases so far have had additions. There was a Cocoa Fest edition and a okay. Gold edition. So I think this is going to be the Master Edition. Ah, for Game, game Master. Master. Yeah, Master uh, Edition. I expect to have some available at Coco Fest, but it, as long as I can get happy with the music. Okay. And do you expect the retail price to be roughly the same, or maybe a little bit more because it's got the chip in it now? Um, probably the same. Uh, the, okay. the chip really doesn't cost that much extra. It's a, it is more hardware. Um, so it's two or three bucks more worth of hardware. A slightly more expensive PCB. Um. I'll probably just keep the price right at forty. Just okay. Same. Well, even if, if it was a few dollars more, John, it wouldn't make a difference. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think the forty dollar price point on the Coco game is very reasonable. That's why I always yeah. cringe when I hear the people start talking about, "Oh, I don't want to charge more than twenty dollars or fifteen dollars, or people can't afford it." Well, boy, people can afford. <laughs> yeah. Think of what you're spending money on, right? The thirty-five yeah. PC. The only good thing about it is it's not uh, vulnerable to meltdown or. Uh, <laughs> or <Yeah. spiker. laughs> no, I have never complained about anybody's prices. Um, A lot of people do. Here. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, that's interesting. But so. that's cool, and thanks for thanks for doing that because I mean, in, you're at least you're leading by example now too, since this is kind of like. You know, this is uh, a chip you're suggesting. You're you're providing, uh, you know, an example of, of what can be done with it, too. So that's kind of cool. Yep, yep. Hey, John, you should feel free to just tell them if they want to charge less. Sure, we can put one together themselves and charge less. <laughs> you want to charge less, it'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we'll see. Um, I do have cheaper game offerings. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it this way: you're not—you would be lucky to get uh, uh, an old cartridge off of eBay for that price, you know. Mm. Oh and yeah. You're, and you—and you're not—you're not sure what the quality is, and unless you're doing it just for collector's sake to have it in your collection, but that money's not benefiting anybody but the seller. Whereas if you're um, purchasing something from a current, you know, producer of cocoa wares you're at least you're helping support the, the people in the community who are making new products for our machine i think that money is better spent on folks yeah, like you exactly. who, are, who are making new making new things for us you know yeah exactly 
So is this a segment cover acquisitions too, or is that? Well, a yeah, yeah. This is this is this is <laughs> so whatever. Here's my little holy grail. Oh wow! Okay. So, so that's uh, the Alice is the uh, French version of the MC10. Wee oui, wee. Oui. And the Alice had a joystick adapter available. Ooh. And so I finally found one. Uh, right now I have it. Um, I don't have it in the case. I have it taken apart. Um, don't don't tell Steve Burok. Steve's got his own psychosis about things. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's he might actually love you taking it apart. So, um, I don't know if you saw today. Darren Atkinson just released a new port of a Coco game over to the Coco, a version of Asteroids. Looks okay. kind of cool. To the MC10. For the MC10, yeah. Okay, no, I didn't see that. Looks pretty cool. Anyway, uh, so I have half a mind to replicate this uh, for the MC10 world, and and um, then we could have joysticks in the MC10 world without having to go all out on a um, super duper crazy game car, whatever the the, the Ed Snyder uh, product is. <laughs> but so um, what are those? Are those DB9s too? So is that for like an Atari style joystick? Yeah, it's an Atari style joystick. Okay. Problem with this this adapter um, is if you plug this in, you can't plug in the 16k memory expansion. Right. <laughs> so you're stuck with 4k. So what I think would be kind of cool would be this combined with the memory expansion, so you get yeah. the 16k plus the Atari uh, joysticks. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, one more project to add to the pile. Yeah, that's neat. <laughs> that's very neat. Uh, that's. Do Do you have an actual Alice computer as well? Um. Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, is this turning into John's garage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he needs to uh, open his door. Okay. Uh, Le micro ordinary or color. Okay. They, they spell, they spell even worse than the Canadians do. <laughs> yeah. So a very nice box. Um, oh, wow. Oh, that is nice. It's in the plastic. Yeah. Look at that. No. How much do those things go for? More than you ought to pay. Ah. <laughs> uh, a nice French manual. Oui, oui. Pretty cool. I was pretty happy with that. I believe I believe that is printed on lay paper. <laughs> that is cool. Now, th- this this was not made by Tandy, correct? Or was it? Uh, it was made by a company called Matra. Uh, I don't know what the deal was between. I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> stopped him on the chest. I don't know what the deal was between Matra and Tandy, um, but the uh, the the original Alice like this and the MC10 are basically identical. Although this one has uh, the um, uh, scar cable output. Okay. Um, and then they uh, Matra actually made two more follow-ons, uh, an Alice 32 and an Alice 90, which used a uh, a different video chip hmm. and uh, pretty similar so is it something like the dragon where it wasn't necessarily a clone but it was based off the same reference design and ended up being fairly compatible or was was more intentional this time i think i think matra either bought the design from tandy or vice versa okay okay i don't really know <laughs> All right, yeah, because it seems to be way too much of a coincidence to have the exact same chiclet keyboard, same footprint, the whole nine yards. 
Although technically this is an Azerty keyboard, not a QWERTY keyboard. Ah. Slight difference. Neat. That's neat. That's that should be a highly coveted collection item right there. I think it's another uh, holy grail kind of item. Yeah, definitely, (laughs) definitely. And um, Boise, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Steve. Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year to you and everyone else. Yeah. And Happy New Year to Boise, too. And I do have a question for Boise. On his DriveWire server. Yeah. What you got? Uh, I'm actually very impressed, for one. Okay. And I'm wondering how soon the actual terminal windows would be kind of brushed up. Yep. So uh, the... The terminal window feature is, I would say, halfway there. Yeah. Uh, I have to get input working, but you can echo commands to the Z1 device, and it should automatically pop up a window. Uh, So I'm hoping uh, sometime next week I'll be able to get that working between uh, Tim Linder and I. We should be able to get that finished. So uh, I didn't realize that uh, you had a Mac or were using a Mac... uh, Oh, that's all I use. <laughs> okay, so so uh, thanks very much. I was going to mention that, Steve, that that's one of the things I was uh, been working on is a drive wire server for Mac OS, and uh, it's coming along quite nice. So very happy with that. And is this going to be available to the public at some point in time? Uh, it is. In fact, I posted on the uh, TRS-80 Coco Facebook page today a uh, a link to the github site so it's all open source and there's actually a link in the uh on the github page to the binary that you can download so uh it's automatically built every time we make a change yep. and then a server is set up so that it automatically gets built and a new version gets posted so yeah and for guys that don't have it it is great it Very is cool. awesome piece of tool did you, uh, Bill, I'm just curious, did you use the network capability yet? Oh, uh, yes. That was okay. the first thing I tested. So you, you I, I assume you ran INET-D on Nitrous 9 and it worked? Yep. Okay, good. Good, yeah. Yep. Awesome. It, yeah, it works perfect. Yep. And now, these messages. Hey, have you got your Coco 3 yet? Hi, this is Rick Adams, author of Temple of Rom and Shanghai, and you've tuned into Coco Talk, the nation's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. What's going on, everybody? Original gamer Stevie Stroh here, and if you're a fan of vintage computing and retro gaming, then you're going to love our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com. There you will find custom designs by Instagram artist Joel M. Adams. You can get I'm a Coconut, Coco Talk, and other cool video game images on a t-shirt, coffee mug, or mouse pack. So if you love retro, then head on over to the retro swag shop at 8bit256.com today. Tell them the original gamer Stevie Stroh sent you. Very, cool. very cool. Yeah, I've heard you've been talking about that a little bit uh, on the Coco Crew, and I think it's been mentioned once or twice. So um, now, what? So, and I also heard some of the discussions you guys had. I guess this is addressing some of the issues because the um, previous version that ran in Java, for whatever reason, that Java version does not run well on the Mac. 
it it's not that it doesn't run well it just has issues we'll say okay okay um are there things that you're going to be adding now where you guys are going to be more feature advanced than the current windows version of of uh drivewire well the the windows version of there is no I, I don't think there is any Windows version per se of DriveWire that does networking and virtual terminals. That's that's what the Java version is. Okay, yeah. that, okay, that's so, the one. Okay. Yeah, I, and I'm aware of that being that there are a lot of people that use Windows. Uh, unfortunately, when you develop software for the Mac, uh, the language choice and the tool chain choice is welded to that platform. So we can't take the work and leverage on Windows hmm. that we're for this yeah. project. What I would hope is that someone with some uh, C-sharp acumen would, uh, would step up and write a very uh, comparable DriveWire server for that platform. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yep. So the other thing that I've been working on, and I haven't really talked about this too much because it's been fairly new, is uh, Pierre Sarazen, who has the CMOC guy, who's the mm -hmm. C, C compiler guy, I've been yep. working with him on the side, uh, trying to get him set up so that he can reliably uh, build Nitrous 9, OS 9 executables with the C compiler. With the oh, eventual, I know, love to, I'd love to hear about that. With the eventual, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to hear about that. With the eventual goal of building, there's so much, um, there's a lot of C-based code out there from uh, the old RTSI, uh, FTG yeah. site, other places, that is really just languishing because there is no fast, easy way to do a cross-compile of that code for the for Nitrous 9. Yes. So uh, Pierre has uh, actually had a little bit of Nitrous 9 support already in the C compiler, but it wasn't uh, fully fleshed out. And there are some things that have to be done in the OS 9 land when you load a module and set up the memory space for, a, for an app. Uh, yeah. that he has to do, but uh, I, I feel pretty confident that he's up for the challenge. So that's pretty exciting. That's yes. Cool. That's yeah, cool. that is very cool. And then, yes, the, yeah. sorry, sorry, the final thing that I'm working on is um, Jim Brain and I, uh, probably a couple of Cocoa Fests ago, I had asked Jim, because Mark has been super busy with other stuff, I asked Jim if he could take on a project to create a board a cartridge board for the Coco that would allow uh, interfacing to these little Arduino AT Mega 328 boards that you can get on eBay for like uh, two ten bucks. bucks, yeah, or ten bucks. Or so he actually has he designed a board, and really what it is is just a parallel port, but it's designed specifically to mate into and plug into one of those AT uh, Mega 328 boards. And the idea there is that, uh, for instance, I'm holding up a, uh, a an Arduino shield and a small Arduino Uno board. Uh, this isn't the exact board that we're targeting, but it, it would be similar. But the idea is that uh, you could have your Coco control uh, shields like motor shields and relay shields on the Arduino platform. Uh, use the SD card, uh, Ethernet, whatever the case may be, any kind of shield that you can plug in. So... Um, I've, I, we, we've got the communication working between the Coco and the Arduino with this interface okay. place, and uh, we're just—I'm waiting on Jim. He's supposed to add some interrupt capability on the board, 
so that we can have interrupts to the cocoa whenever a bite comes in, things like that. So that's cool. That's really yeah. Cool. Well, I need to actually talk to you a little bit further, Boise, because yeah, yeah, I'm doing the same damn thing in my yeah. own private little world. Yeah, well, Bill Noble well, just had a Scooby Doo moment. There's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, Bill, yeah, get get with me offline. We can, we can certainly uh, make you aware of what's going on. So, all right. Well, yeah, I'm. An, I, I've been I'm, playing with that Adreno for a little while with the Coco. Yeah, it's cool stuff. That's cool. I'm gonna go grab another beer, and then we'll hear from John Strong, and we'll continue our our hopefully just random discussion. So I'll be right back. But you guys talk amongst yourselves. But I'm gonna refresh my beverage, and we'll be right back. I'll be right back. I don't know where the hell you guys are going. Hey, Boise, <laughs> you, you did Boise. You didn't talk about the scripting you added to Drivewire. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. Would be, the Apple that would be a, stuff. Yeah, the Apple script stuff. So that's. Um, Again, this is only going to benefit Mac users, but one of the things that I needed whenever I'm doing development on my Mac, I'm, I'm building Nitrous 9, I'm building disk images, is I want a quick way to spin up uh, an instance of DriveWire that automatically has a serial port set to the port I want, the Cocoa speed set up, and a pointer to the disk images for the different virtual drives. So uh, at Mac, the Mac platform has Apple Script, which is a scripting language that you can build into applications, and then you can use you can write scripts to tell the application through commands what to do. So I added Apple Script capability to the Mac server so that you could do things like um, tell it to insert this disk image into that drive and set the serial port and set the Cocoa type automatically. Uh, yeah, which is awesome. It's yeah, so it's really sweet. So I don't know if it'll get a lot of use. Bill, maybe I'm using you, it. I, you are great. Well, that's awesome, yep, man. I'm that's using awesome. it. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Mike. I forgot to talk about that. No, because actually, once I actually noticed it on the, the wiki site from your GitHub, I actually started using it. I'm going, oh, well, this is great. <laughs> This is easier, Bill. If you have any if you have any Objective C skills, I'd love to get you to help the project. <laughs> so, what's the tie between C sharp and Objective C? Great there, but I'm I'm sorry, Mark. Did you did Mark you say something? Yeah, yeah I had a question. Uh, so, what's the tie between C sharp and Objective C? What's the what between those two languages? Tie in. Tie in. Well, the, there really is no tie-in. There's more of a barrier than anything. Uh, C-sharp is a very different language than Objective-C, yeah. so that's why the source code, it's not a source code compatible project. No. Uh, okay. Even if we were to write it in Swift, which is a newer language that Apple has, it's still, it might be a little bit more portable, but it would be a lot of work to rewrite it, so unfortunately it's just going to be a Mac-only product. Uh, that is unfortunate. You, you mentioned something about C-sharp and Windows, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. So w what I was saying earlier was that I would hope that someone with uh, C-sharp experience would write a very robust Windows-based um, drive wire server. I have a guy. I'm sending a message. Fyodor in Denmark. He's a C-sharp programmer. Well, again, it, it's something I'd like to see. I'm not going to do it myself because I don't uh, care to program under Windows, but... Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I sent, I sent him a message on Discord. So. Yeah, the specification is out there, 
In fact, I think the DriveWire Mac server might be so good that people might want to buy a Mac. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no comparison. No, they might slow um, down from the new software. <laughs> yeah, you know, you might like just uh, talk me into that. Because uh, I've got it. Hey, Mark, give me a Mute yourself as soon as you can because you get a lot of uh, hum noise yeah. from me. There you go. Okay. But uh, yeah, I've iMac that I um, SSH into because I don't use the display on it. So I pretty much just use it as a, um, you know, uh, terminal box. But uh, huh. I, I see that you're. Your drive wire would probably be a good implementation for me to deal with that as well. Well, the only other thing is that drive wire Mac server runs on, I think, uh, High Sierra or Sierra is the minimum OS. So if it's an older Mac, it won't run. It has to be a newer uh, Mac. Yeah, yeah I'm it on has to be High Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. But it works awesome. Gotcha. Thank you. Gotcha. Way better than the Java version, as far okay. as I'm concerned. Uh, very cool. Well, thanks for all those updates and for all that work, Boise. Much appreciated. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, John Strong and Ron Delvo just joined us. We'll get to you in a minute, Ron. Okay. <laughs> Looks like you, uh, you subscribe to the John Linville School of Lighting there, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, unfortunately, uh, the way my room's set up, I'd have to do a bunch of stuff to get the lighting to look good. Yeah. So uh, I haven't done that. Has been priority. Hang on, I'll fix it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I myself am. I'm. I'm not as much of a diva about lighting as I am as just echo and background noise. But so I can, I can give a crap about what the light looks like. Yeah, because I know it's there. It just kind of the lights in the back. I don't have any light coming from that direction really, unless I turn the big monitor on. But I don't have it turned on, so that'd be weird color cast. Right. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Boise, for your great work as you usually do, can, can, uh, contributing to the community. And uh, basically, I've been designing cases recently and uh, uh, working on a game, trying to get it set up and going. And I, hopefully, you guys, some of you have seen this a little bit. This is for the. Uh, let me make your the Coco F FPGA. Ah, that looks really nice. I've and got that's got to, that's got a clear cover on it, huh? Is that acrylic? Well, what? Yes, that just takes the one the edge sands. Okay. With the analog board upgrade, and I used it. The uh, size is being maxed out on my printer, so I don't can't uh, print really the way I do my other cases because it's a little bit too big to do so. And so it's printed in pieces and kind of screwed together and such. And uh, you can see that's, here. That's neat. It allows you yeah, to that. access the, sw the switches and such. It is a little tricky to put together. And so I've got to go through and make a uh, setup instruction sheet the, the post so people can see how to put it together. And, uh, but it's definitely, you know, kind of a nice case. Uh, of course, Nick doesn't like it because it doesn't look like a cocoa, but I, you know, I think it <laughs> of looks, course. You know, I think Nick it doesn't like, like something a, really, yeah. It, uh, but I think it looks a very nice case, nice display case. Oh, no, that looks awesome. 
Yeah. Okay. You've got to have, you know, you know, it's a demo board, okay? Yeah. Development board, so it's not really designed to go into a case, so you have to make allowances and, and things to do that. Um, but uh, I think it looks very nice for something to display. Doesn't mean I won't yeah. try to do something else later. And okay. uh, of course, uh, you guys have seen the uh, the Coco Nano. Yeah, that's been posted, which is awesome. So. But still, the F, the Coco Three FPGA for case, I think, is just as well. Yeah, right? it looks good. It, Beauty. It's it's, it's kind of what I would think. You know, if you were going to a, a a show and wanted to take a board like that to show it off, but didn't want people to uh, be able to mess with the switches and such. Yeah. And so it, it's very nice. Uh, I had not intended to make a case for it and had just sat down and we'd done something, didn't feel like programming, and got to look in. I said, well, it'd be nice to have some sides on that. So I do some sides. Well, no, I do the sides now, it needs this. <laughs> and so I'm going to look at it well hey you know that, that clear plastic top on it okay yeah this will look pretty nice this way and it yeah, wasn't what nice I touch. It's yeah. not what I originally envisioned if I was going to do a case for it because you know I wanted to do some kind of like Nick was saying kind of reminds you of the Coco uh, but sometimes that can be a pretty hard design you know yeah yeah nice. and you know, the other thing, some of these cases I don't get enough sales of to put a whole lot of time in. And All I'm right. sure it's going to change a little bit. You know, once we get Cocoa Fest, I'll have some cases there to sell. But, you know, I only got two or three sold of the Nano case. And, of course, the analog boards aren't out there yet. <laughs> so, you know, it's how much time do I put in one of these? Yeah, I imagine that's a somewhat small market. Sales are a factor in what you can do for the cocoa hobby. What are you, some kind of evil capitalist? Um, <laughs> yeah. I see coconuts sale, on the my screen. My wife is hollering. I go out to take her to the town or store somewhere. Oh, if I can sell this, okay, you could work on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's time for another coordinated cocoa, cocoa, cocoa conference. <laughs> <laughs> is that Neo coming in? That's me. Neil Blanchard. <laughs> hey, how's it going, wow. guys? We've got the entire Coco crew here. What an honor. We're live. Uh, That's big cool honor. Stuff. That's cool stuff, John Strong. And so, so like my game tester there, I'm going to be hopefully sending some stuff to Neil pretty soon. And, yeah, looking uh, forward to that. Yes. Uh, working on Daco Coco and... Uh, Tweaking the gameplay, going to be adding the high score routines, and getting it set up so that when Alan gives me some music, that we can do some game master music on it. Mm, a little yeah. behind uh, um, Mr. Linville, because we're both Johns, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to make it easy for people to know what I'm talking about. Uh, I did get a batch of parts ordered for building up my game master cards. And so that's in the progress, but I'm working on software side, getting a game ready to uh, be able to add some sound and stuff to it. So uh, definitely this Cocoa Fest is going to be uh, some hardware-assisted uh, games with for sound. Nice. Count okay. me in. Okay. And uh, so 
glad to, to hear that John Linville has got something going uh, as far as the game for the sound. So that's, that's cool. And uh, we have some cool ideas what we may want to get to the sound. And just heard from Alan the other day, and he's running a little behind on, on that, but hopefully... I'll be getting some sample music for him from the games so we can try to, ampl- to integrate it in with the Game Master. Yeah. Hey, Grant, is anybody trying to call in? Because there's a few people commenting on Facebook. Brian White was commenting, Paul Thayer, just a few people saying, can we still join the Skype? So I don't know if, I don't know if any new calls have attempted to come in. Nope, no was the okay. last one. Okay. I had a question about the case, John. Uh, is it available yet? And if so, how much are you planning to charge for it? Um, I hadn't made it publicly available. And I'm thinking at 35 because all the pieces we got to do. And so if somebody does want it, they probably would need to contact me directly once they get it so I could talk them through how to put it together since I haven't made the the plans up. It's not that hard, but there's, you know, certain pieces has to be done in a certain order. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 35 doesn't sound like a, a terrible price to ask for something that big and that complex. And I got a sledgehammer, so no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you've got to uh, put the back piece on first. Richard's changed his picture to a complete backlight silhouette here in honor of... Uh... <laughs> well, I don't have a con- any continuous light source here for photography. I've got a strobe, and I, that doesn't really work for video very well. So, you know, I, I mean, I could, I could get that out and flash it every once in a while to blind it, but, you know, make it all go, go white. <laughs> Well, I figured since Jim Brain is not here to do the trolling, I thought I'd just like <laughs> yeah. carry the torch. You're going to start it now. <laughs> we, we have we have no um, no spam bots coming in from adult sex websites because we're not <laughs> live, and we've got no trolling from Jim Brain. This is almost not like an episode of Coco Talk. Yeah. Yeah, you guys <laughs> want me to put up a blue or a green screen in the background and run software? And chroma key, some crazy background on it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I got but some actually, ideas. Uh, John, while I got you here, um, what do you want for the nano case? Is it 20 bucks or more? Uh, they're 25 with shipping. Okay. Yeah. You, gotta have, you have to add shipping to it. So. Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, and... I- no, I don't have a problem with that. I got to email you here in the next week. Okay. There you go. And so, yeah, you know, it's nice to do this, but, you know, to spend the extra time to make it nice enough for other people takes a lot more time. I mean, I could slap a simple case together and put it on my on my personal item, and, okay, it's protected. And, you know, first prototype would work. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Taking it from the first prototype to something that really looks nice to other people wants takes a lot more, a lot more work. And so, and cool. you gotta limit limit the time of the projects. You know, I only have so much time to spend on Cocoa projects. But if I'm designing a case, I'm not working on a game or 
or you know game tools or something else. Yeah. So it, it's got to spread across whatever projects they do. So, but uh, yeah, I, I like this. It's, uh, both the two new cases are very nice looking and very kind of I think unique for it. And uh, Roger actually commented about the uh, the top on that. I actually thought they might be weak. Where the holes, I had to get on the other side of it and bend it back and forth to be able to break those bands yeah. out. Okay. And I, actually, that's, what to tell you truth, I like the original one that you did, the first design that you did. I like that one. I didn't resize that to uh, go with the analog one. Okay, and yeah, I did. I liked it without the vents in it. But Roger is saying, "Well, we need some vents. We need some vents." And and my idea is I wanted some lettering on it. Yeah, that's neat. It and serves two so, purposes. It's uh, visual right. and it's ventilation. So it's yeah. And so I thought, well, okay. And I was actually looking for the fonts, okay, that was on my system that would load into one of the edit, the 3D tools, and the spot showed up. And I thought, oh, okay, that might work without me doing a whole lot of work. Let's see if it's going to be strong enough, you know, wide enough on it. And I, sure enough, I, I did a print and tested it. And hey, it was pretty strong. And it's okay. This is what we're going with. Yeah. And, you know, the uh, the side kind of, you know, where the analog is there kind of dictates some of the design here, you know, with that. And so, yeah, it's, it's hard to just, there's so many options you can do when you're designing the case. And, oh, you know, yeah. Something that, that prints good is... Uh, you know that I can I can sit there and print up for people. And he was Does it get like, warm? No. I, no. I've actually my nano has actually been running probably. Uh, what is it now? Probably co close to two years since I've actually gotten into it, and it's. Never have been powered down for more than 10 minutes. Wow. So, so those are the, you know, some of the things that goes on, on with that. And, uh, well, I think, I think the fact that you're working on some hardware and some sound and John Linsville is working on sound and we've got Miro and we got a bunch of people now getting these, these sound boards, um, if we have some products or some demos to show off at Cocoa Fest, it'd be really cool because that's kind of the theme this year is, is fusion, right? So new hardware added to the Cocoa, you know, um, and so it, it just really fits in well with that theme. And I'm a big well, fan of music, and so the more music I can hear, uh, you know, I'm a junkie for Cocoa games and games with music. So if uh, count me down for one of each, whatever's available this fest, you know? Well, this is what we did the talks last Coco Fest for because we knew the boards were were coming, okay, and uh, we had done enough to to see what you know kind of sounds would we could get out of the, the the chips, and we wanted to generate some excitement and also acknowledge you know some of the people who were working on it, you know, as such as John Linville and Jim Brain, Ed Snyder. Uh, all have done some stuff on the hardware side, and 
So um, for that, and so. Um, All right. So. Hey everybody, this is Bill Noble, co-author of Nitrous 9. You are listening to Coco Talk Live, the leading live Coco Talk show. Good day, mates. This is Nick Marionettes, author of such color computer titles as Donut Disaster, Rupert Rhymes, and Rockstar Pilot. And I am here today to tell you about the world's most fabulous operating system, OS9. OS9 and its current incarnation, Nitrous 9, is the most advanced operating system ever created. And what makes it so good? Ease of use. I find OS9 so incredibly intuitive that I haven't once cracked open the user manual. And yet I've been able to create such incredible games faster than the time it takes to sing Walsing Matilda. Using OS 9, I expect my next game, Funstar, will be done this weekend and distributed exclusively on ROM cartridge. OS 9 forever. Any resemblance to actual events to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Let's let's acknowledge a few more people who are now showing sure. up too. And in order of appearance now, we have the Timberman himself, Ron Delvaux. <laughs> How are you, Ronnie? Can't hear you. <laughs> I got a new headset. Hey, look at you. you <clears throat> Does it fancy. sound all right? Yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah, great. Here it is. Very nice. <laughs> Forty bucks. Forty I bucks. Tried it yet. Nice. I got this one for five bucks at uh, Goodwill, and I had to get a. I bought a uh, adapter for it, and I got it working. So I don't need this. I'm gonna take it back. I went to Prize Electronics. What a great place that is! Yeah. Anybody been to one of those? <clears throat> you may not have them. No, but I plan to visit in Chicago. Huge. Oh yeah. So we go from Ron's garage to Ron's bedroom. Is that it, Ron? Yes, right now. It's after dark. I have best internet here. (laughs) Also, I got a new uh, joystick for my black cocoa. What do you guys think? Uh, Your camera hasn't updated yet. I I spun (laughs) about (laughs) Nice. (laughs) <laughs> who, li- who lives in a pineapple under the sea? <laughs> I didn't buy it. It's a Goodwill. They want five bucks for it. It's a, <laughs> a game uh, thing. You know, it's a game controller. No. I don't even like like the cartoon because it's underwater. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I noticed you've been posting a couple of Darth Vader Cocos re- recently. You've been spray painting them? Yeah, the one. I, well, I couldn't find my black one that I had that I showed everybody and everybody likes and everything. And that's cool. But how about using it, finding it? So uh, I go searching and I found it in a box where the other cocos are, which I didn't look. I tore things apart. I looked everywhere and couldn't find it. So I thought I'd just make another one. So I made another one. And then I thought to myself, what if it's over there? So I went over there and looked. Sure enough, there it was. So now I have two black have twins. Yes. Twin black cocos. One doesn't work, though. Yeah. 
Very, very cool. So what else besides your headset? You've been working on anything this week? I saw you no, did some I, uh, artwork. I see. I did a little artwork, and I set up uh, black cocoa in the um, kitchen, and I was uh, just playing with the uh, SDC, seeing how many um, how many things on there actually work with the one and two, and there's not many. <laughs> you, you, you load it, you start it, and then maybe line five, you get a, a you know it stops and. It wants to do high res screen stuff or you know Coco three stuff. So. You're talking about uh, software. Yeah. You know. There's a lot of software. That there's a lot of software. Too. Well, there's a lot that isn't too. You know, some okay. of the stuff that I want to do naturally. <laughs> like, ah, okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. into games so much, but I do. Yeah. Very cool. See, well. My dog is uh, scared because somebody's setting fireworks off. Ah. ah. <laughs> well, we missed you last week, but we did play some of your bumpers. So we did have cool. we did we did have Ron's Garage uh, uh, in in on the show a little bit. Um, uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, before, are we on tomorrow? I don't know. I don't know. We're kind of. I I I would think we'll. Pro- I'll probably just air this tomorrow. Oh, okay, because uh, if we're not <clears throat> next week or whatever, I'm gonna do a beginner thing. And I'm going to, um, you know, show your basic cocoa, throw the drive controller in there, you know, put a floppy in, talk about uh, maybe um, using a cassette, you know, the, the wires, where they go for newbies. Yeah, no, that's cool. <clears throat> Make it so that it doesn't drag out and it's fairly quick. I know it's tough to, it's like sitting there reading the... Um, getting to know your color computer book, you know. <laughs> <All right>. uh. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Did you have a good New Year and everything else? Yep, everything was great. Yeah, you know, we didn't have any of our kids here, but, you know, can't always have that. Right. There are other things right. for that. Very cool. All right, well, uh, also just acknowledging some more people who have come in. In order of appearance now, we have Neil Blanchard. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Uh, CM8, and you got... Uh, yeah, I'm just setting up Just setting up here. I'm playing. I finally got one, actually. One of those Wi-Fi uh, RS-232 modem adapters. Ooh. So I'm going to get it synced to the router here in a bit. This one's got an OLED screen on it, which is kind of cool. Neat. So I got that hooked up to the uh, RS-232 pack. I'm going to try to get this thing going at 19.2 baud. Wow. Uh, do some Telnet BBSing tonight. Neat. So yeah, there's a cool Toronto I want to call. Um, used actually, to use a, a BBS software. Question uh, I have for you, Neil, since you have it now, is what, yeah. what does that OLED display do? It just makes it easier for uh, setting it up, like hooking it up to your router, because oh, it's okay. an intu- intuitive screen. But uh, other than that, it's the same as the uh, the original one. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I I saw that and I'm going, why would they do that? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know, actually. I just got in on this last run, and uh, I was like, oh, it's got an OLED screen. That's kind of cool. So, uh, so yeah. I'm just trying to, get, gonna try to get it going tonight here, um, have a little fun with that. And by the way, Neil, another great job on the uh, Coco Crew podcast. So thank you awesome. for 
Thank you. Yeah, great episode. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all good ones, but yeah, that's that's good. What do you use for software on there? Software? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to try Sockmaster's uh, Twilight Terminal because it does full ANSI graphics. Yeah. Yes. So the the board I want to call tonight has got some real nice ANSI art I want to check out. Yeah, yeah, I've done that for quite a while. It's a lot of fun. Went to a whole bunch of BBSs. You can do a search on Google and find a bunch to go to. Yeah, it's amazing how many there are there are running uh, right now. I can't believe it. I'm surprised too because I'm actually considering bringing Fidonet back to the Coco. Hmm. Who just turned on screen sharing right now with this piece of artwork here? That'd That's be wrong. I think. No, not me. No, I'm thinking Ron. This is, nope. Nope. Can you hear me? This is yeah. Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Oh, Bruce. Oh, Bruce. Yeah. Howdy. Is this your screen My share, boot Bruce? Camp. Yeah, it is. Is it working all right? We see it, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, my, that's my Coco 3 in P mode 4. <laughs> okay. That's cool. So that's what I've been working on. Some doing some P mode four art for project that got brewing. Okay. So it's not going to be a black cocoa. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, that's cool. kind of fun. Cool. Cool. Uh, what what screen are we looking at? You again, Neil? I don't know. Yeah, I can't yeah, tell. I'm yeah, on my yeah, cell phone yeah. here. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're looking at you again. We see... Uh... Yeah, I got I got some special socks on for tonight for the occasion. <laughs> what does that say? Poutine. What, poutine. what is poutine? poutine. Poutine. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Get John, uh, John Linville over there excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seeing your ankles excites me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Can we see it with uh, bad backlight? <laughs> is that going to be with any other no no I won't go there <laughs> very cool very cool did you have a good new year Neil I did yeah it was uh, it was excellent how about you yeah not bad not bad still uh, still in, you know kind did of get, l- uh, last day of vacation so yeah yeah same here I'm well, I'm going back Monday so uh, yeah. did you get any cocoa time in uh, over the uh Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. I've been doing some behind-the-scenes stuff on my game. It's uh, doing some fonts right now, and uh, a little bit of blogging and stuff like that. So, um, oh, yeah, that's, that's great. Nothing, nothing significant to show, but this is kind of some of the, the the dirty work before you get to show off the pretty stuff, you know. So, yeah, no, that's great. No, I've been following your uh, write-up on it, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's been kind of fun. Um, in a way, like, it's like, I don't know how many people are reading it or anything, but for me, it's just like recounting. Uh, to me, the story is more interesting than the game is at this point. And, um, you know, hopefully at some point in time, the game will be interesting too. So, um, but just like, just re- recounting the story has been kind of fun for me. For sure. Uh, I don't yeah. So. yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, Neil. And then right now, last but not least, as far as who's joined us, Mr. Bruce Moore of Forest of Doom is with us. How are you, Howdy. Bruce? Happy New Year. I'm pretty good. Oh, thank you. Here, I, I, I can't resist. Let me let me sh- share another sneak peek here. Okay. 
Coco forever. I'm still believing. Ah, I like this, that. This, yeah, this this is the working or perhaps final name of my next project. Coco forever. It's kind of yeah. got a Back to the Future look to it there. Yeah, kind of. Eh? Yeah, and I'm, I'm still believing. It's kind of like with the journey, don't stop believing. Kind of, yeah. I'm still believing there. So, yeah, there's uh, some things going on here, some symbolisms. Yeah. Hey, Bruce. Yes, Boise. The Coco forever. That's right. Bruce, is this a game you're working on, or is it a is it an interactive type game, or what is it? Can you give us a hint? No. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't even have shown this much. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I like but uh, I, I may uh, you may you may get a text or two for me in the next little while, uh, looking for some information or something. So well, okay. maybe I'll let you in on it. I'll sign an NDA if you need me to. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Okay. That'd be great. Are we going to learn the chips of the um, cocoa when you're done with this particular game? Uh, the chips of the cocoa. Well, I don't think so. Those I think I know, was, what I know what you're thinking about there, Ron. You're thinking of an yeah. adventure game inside the cocoa, right? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 not quite. But uh, I'm yeah. stuck at the SAM chip. <laughs> I can't get out. I can't get out of the gimme. <laughs> Very cool. So you're already doing some concept art and some brainstorming on your next project. Yeah, some concept. You know, I, I do concept art and music, and then that the that inspires me. So uh, I've actually got, yeah, I've got that stuff kind of rolling and. Uh, Bunch of other stuff rolling, so that's an interesting process. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it seems to be working for me so far. I just hope I can just keep the momentum going because it it feels like it's a big, it's a big piece to bite off. But uh, I'm uh, I'm full steam ahead so far. So will it be done for Coco Fest? Yeah, good question. <laughs> uh, well, I managed to get the Force of Doom. Uh, a working demo ready for last Coco Fest, so uh, I would think I should have some something to show for the next one. Whether the whole thing, is, where it's if it's complete or not, is another matter. But uh, uh, that's that's probably a good way to at least aim for that. I think. Right. So here here's an interesting thing that came up with me. Right. So Coco Fest is what April twenty first and twenty second. So and as it turns out, that weekend. Literally, is my grandmother's ninetieth birthday, mm-hmm. turning ninety on You're that bringing weekend. Not, well, <laughs> and and not, and and not only that, but they're they're doing like a surprise birthday party for her. So it's gonna be like a family reunion slash birthday party for my grandmother who turns ninety. And you know, it's not like you turn ninety every day or or very yeah. often, right? And, and they're so, doing it on her birthday. Her birthday happens to be the weekend of Coco Fest, it's right? On oh, the weekend. No. Yeah, and it's a, and it's a surprise. Like she doesn't know. Like she's good think she's going to visit one of her kids in Florida yeah, and, um, yeah. and all that thing. So, but listen, I have my priorities in order. 
right? So, I mean, <laughs> it's like, yes, gr- grandma's 90th birthday only happens once a year, but there's only one Cocoa Fest a year, and, and this is the one that Steve Bjork's going to be at, too. So, I'm thinking about going to see her the weekend before just to go and, like, you know, not ruin the surprise party, but just happen to see grandma the so, week before. So, yes. Yeah, so, so, in other words, you're going to hell. Ah, sure. listen. <laughs> Thanks so much. Listen, I've 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 got the well, front row. I've I've, I, I've had the front row of hell reserved since like middle school. Okay, so this this isn't going to be the the nail in the coffin. This isn't the deal. This isn't the deal breaker. Eh? No, no. You better bring her a big fruitcake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was gonna, I was thinking about getting her an MC10 for her birthday. So uh, hey, uh, <laughs> a fruitcake in the shape of an MC10. <laughs> so yeah, yeah gotta, so keep so, that door open. I mean, like that literally just like just came up, and I'm like, oh, this is great. I want to come. It's in Florida. It's closer than driving to Georgia. And like, what's the date? The 21st. Holy shit, that's Cocoa Fest. So, um, so my plan is to not miss Cocoa Fest because I have my prior. Unlike John Strong, who couldn't get his yeah, sister to, yeah. to reschedule her. <laughs> Wedding. <laughs> I have my priorities in order. Yeah. So well, I can't top that, Stevie. But my uh, my son Jacob's choir concert, final concert, they rescheduled, uh, rescheduled it, and it's on the weekend of Coco Fest. And so, um, um, we're just switching choirs. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Ah. That's hey, my, Steve. My my son John's birthday is April twenty second. Okay. So. Yeah, Stevie. Your yeah. grandmother's ninety. She doesn't have another thirty or forty years to grow <laughs> at you. Yeah. But I'm gonna go see her before her birthday. I'm gonna see her the weekend yeah. before. So I'm still gonna come and make, you know, make an effort to come out and see. So don't um, not, don't blow her surprise. You know, no, next weekend. No, don't. No, 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 not at all. But let it not be said I don't that I am not committed or don't have my cocoa priorities in the right order. So, uh, well, she better not <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, she doesn't. She won't. So, right, you cannot put that on. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was an interesting thing that kind of just came out of left field, and um, I kind of this is my working plan right now. Uh, I'm still I'm still kind of undecided if I'm going to drive or if I'm going to fly, but I, I like the idea of the road trip because I'm thinking this I could participate in the auction, the whole nine yards, you know. Please fly. Who's going to do fly. live? Who's going to do live broadcast? Ah, uh, well, I plan on streaming it. Yeah. So on the road to Coco Fest. Yeah. What were you <laughs> saying? Uh, the road again. I said, would you please fly? Therefore, uh, you won't be bidding against me on anything. Oh, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> like, like you trying to I'm win. I'm gonna buy it. You know all. what? So, so I'm listening now. I'm listening to Ready Player One, and uh, I'm, I'm 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 right around chapter fourteen, something like that. And 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 the fact that he's now like competing with his friends reminded me of the Forest of Doom competition where we're like <laughs> smack talking each other, like yeah, you're gonna win it, I'm gonna win it, and why don't you die and all these things like this, all the all the crap that we're wishing death on each other. Very um, retro. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool. That was a great episode. It was a lot of fun. It really was. I mean, four freaking hours. Four hours, six people, three countries, uh, you know, one game, one prize, and douchebag Jason won it. So, <laughs> <laughs> the gloves are off. <laughs> I did not win the Forest of Douche Cup. 
<laughs> no, you do not. Marionettes. <laughs> that was so funny. So, um, very, very cool. So I'll share. I'll share a screen real quick here. Um, so I do have. I do have an, an acquisition. I think I mentioned this a week or two ago, but right before Christmas, I had purchased a Coco Two because it was in box, right? And I'm a sucker for that. So. Um, and, I'll, I'll just, and I just took it out of the box right before we started recording. But um, this is one of the newer boxes because it's the Tandy box. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you can see behind me, but I've got two behind me here that have the TRS-80 ones. So this is the Tandy box, and the box is in pretty good condition. And so it was basically it was a, a Coco 2 64K in the box Let's see um, with cables and whatnot, and it was $35, you know. So um, <clears throat> this is the Coco. Now the keyboard Ooh, is that the, white. Oh my! Well, yeah, the keys are a little dirty though. Oh, dirty! Oh, oh I see. It's a little oh, bit dirty, yeah. but yeah. Okay. Okay. But I mean, they're, be black. Uh, yeah, they're cleanable. <laughs> it was better um, than a glare. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, it's been well used. We'll yeah, say. it's it's a Model B though, right? So it's the. What is that? Twenty. It's got lowercase on it. Yeah, it's is that thirty. That's a thirty-four yeah. B, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm having a hard time reading it on that screen. So it's a thirty-four uh, B. Yeah. Yeah. What's that hey, nut on yeah. there? But it's a Korean. A I can see the. Steve, do you, are you sure it has sixty-four K? Well, it's uh, uh, well. Yeah, that's no, the, it, I see, got a thirty-seven B, and that has sixty-four K. Has the label, has the warranty label been? Uh... No, it has not. No, the warranty I'll bet you that sixteen K Coco. It okay. might be a sixteen. Yeah. When you look at the the package, it says sixty four K extended color base. Yeah, but the model yeah, twenty seven B. The model number doesn't match, and look at the, yeah. the serial number on the side. Five nine nine zero. Okay, so that could be. Hmm. It might be a different box. Might be a 16. Model number doesn't match, but the serial yeah, number. Yeah, the, the serial number doesn't match either. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you been scammed? I might. Yeah. Be, I, I might be the victim of an eBay an eBay scam. <laughs> For thirty-five what bucks. What are thirty-five bucks things in that yeah. in that square area? On the You've bottom. been robbed. But it came with this manual here. Your color computer. What was the question, Ron? What What are the two um, nuts? Or there's something on the square part on the back there. What is that? Honestly, that that looks like almost a Coco Three area where the RGB connection goes. What are uh, the two studs for? I have no idea. Are those plastic studs? Or yeah, those they're plastic. Studs? They're plastic. Yeah, they look like they're just part of the case. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's where the if if that's the where the expansion slot is. That's the screws that hold the motherboard down into the cartridge. Oh, slot. okay. Yeah, that's yeah. that's right. Oh, I got them too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all of them have it. Well, it, so if it's not 64K, it's not the end of the world, but it just seemed like no, it was, it was too all. good to be true. But it yeah. has the, uh, the oh. RF switch box and the RF cable yeah. and a cassette cable. So all of this for $35. So I'm like, you know what? This is just, it's like, it's a sin. $35 can't go wrong. Yeah, it is would it be Korean? a sin. Um, it's, it's Korean. I saw the, the uh, quality control sticker on it. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'll, I'll give you 36 for it. <laughs> and, and, and did you know that that switch box that you have is MC10 compatible? 
Oh, well, <laughs> that is a bonus right there. <laughs> Boys, so, which uh, model number are you looking for? And what is, what's the difference with it? 26-3136B. Well, what Steve's yeah. got is a 34B. That, and also, um, I think the 34B is 16K standard color basic. Okay. And yeah. and the sixteen and the thirty six B is sixteen K extended color basic. So not only do you have to upgrade the RAM, Steve is if you want to uh, use basic extended basic, you'd have to upgrade the ROM too. Ah, okay. So it's might, I mean, it's I'm, still I'm, worth it by all means to get that. for thirty five oh, bucks. Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. and the sh the shipping was like seventeen dollars. So the whole thing with shipping was like yeah. fifty bucks. You that's know what I mean? So. Money. Um. Okay, so that's my acquisition. I also got two, um, a pair of Black Beauty joysticks in the box. I think they're the ones with the silver, the silver tips too, and those were pretty cheap too. So those are those are those have been shipped, but I haven't received them yet. I've I've got, when I tell you I've got dozens of Black Beauties, I'm I'm not exaggerating, but I'm just a sucker for something in the box. Well, hold that up again, Ron. This uh, t is a um, Tandy color computer too. And it says 64K on the back. It's a uh -huh. uh, it's a 263127B. Right. What is the label on the top? Got, yeah. You say it says 64K. Yeah, it yeah. says Tandy yeah. 64K Color Computer 2. Yeah. yeah. The clue the clue with the label not having the 64K on the top is that it's probably a 16K uh, model. Although I have seen one time I saw a 64K Coco 2 uh, with the label that didn't have the uh, 64k on it so it okay ready to check obviously didn't wasn't consistent on that but okay most... well i'll plug it in and try it out hmm. now I so check out what's so special about the one that you're looking for boise Lowercase. um it, it 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 just was the the first coco 2 that i ever got was that model and i was just looking for that particular model just to have it as a sentimental piece um but i have had no luck I mean, I have been scouring eBay and uh, <laughs> just nothing, no luck at all. So, and I've Do got you guys John see the... looking for me and other people looking for me, Neil looking for me, and nobody runs across them. Interesting. Do you see mine has a composite uh, mod on it, and uh, mm -hmm. it's right inside that uh, well, and they spelled audio wrong. The sticker. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a pretty. That's a clever place to stick it, though. It's kind of out of the way, and it doesn't deface the back of the unit or anything. Must it be Canadian. It says video. No. <laughs> oh, well, is, there, say, is there an extra U in it? Low. No, but you know what? There's <clears throat> a switch on here for color black and white. Ah, interesting. Is it now? Is it color with an O R or is it color? No, it's C O L O R. <laughs> Do you see? Uh, Switch, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Where is it? Right there. Pretty neat. Yeah. Kalur. Kalur. Now, uh, so yeah. speaking of speaking of hardware lasting throughout the ages, one of the things I treated myself to, to for Christmas was I got the new Xbox One X, which is, according to Microsoft, the most powerful game console ever. You know, <laughs> ever. Um, oh, very nice. And um, within a week of having it. It died. You, you broke it. <laughs> it died. Yeah. Surprise! Um, what did so, you do to it? Did you rage quit or something? Well, I, I let David Ladd test it. So. <laughs> no, it just started. Oh, it just started and I glitching. It well. Yes, it started glitching, and it just like it, it had a. It it just was going. It's going from worse to worser. 
Uh, and luckily, you know, I bought it at GameStop and they have a 30 day, <clears throat> you know, if you have a receipt and any new purchase 30 days, it's instant exchange. So I exchanged oh, it, but, but, you know, you'd figure the latest, greatest state of the art thing failed within a week. And we've got these Cocos that are, you know, 35 years old and these things are still ticking, you know, it's just, uh, it's pretty impressive. It is. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting, there was less warranty back in the day and there's more warranty on products now. Yeah, yeah. They, they need more. It's true. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly, Mike. That that's exactly I'd, it. I bet they don't. They didn't drop test it. I bet. They <laughs> <laughs> wanted to give me a three. We will return after these messages. Hello, this is Grant Leedy with Coco Talk. Got your Coco Three yet? Some people have big plans after school. You know what Elliot's going to do? Jeff, too. Elliot's at work on a book report using Scripsit on Radio Shack's Color Computer 3. It hooks up to his TV. And Jeff's at his Radio Shack Color Computer 3 playing the newest football game. But wait, what's Elliot doing playing new Super Pitfall? And Jeff's having a blast with a new math tutor. You never know what you might try with more than 100 programs for fun and learning. Radio Shack's Color Computer 3 comes with everything you see here. Other items each sold separately. Only at Radio Shack. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me. It's Original Gamer Stevie Stroh. You know, gameplay. To get your copy of a Gameplay Goodness gameplay Color Computer Gaming DVD today, head on over to 8bit256.com. There you will find several DVDs featuring Color Computer Gameplay videos by the Original Gamer Stevie Stroh. So to get your very own copy of a Gameplay Goodness Color Computer Gaming DVD, head on over to the Retro Swag Shop at 8bit256.com and tell them the Original Gamer Stevie Stroh sent you. You still there, Ron? Did we lose Ron? He's well, froze. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this in. I believe uh, my producer think I hit booth by. has... Uh, EMP. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bill, what did you do? We have it. <laughs> Don't even get there. I, I tell you what, I I was so blown away by that best of episode that he made. Yeah, but you wasn't there to smell it, Steve. <laughs> wow, it really evaporated. Listen, that's 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 the fun part of doing a live show. You know, I mean, how many people can actually say that they farted on you know whatever? Uh, I'm sure I'm sure it's happened, but I mean, we have it for for posterior's sake. And um, <laughs> it, you're killing us, man. And it, and it made the best of you know. Uh, uh, yeah, you don't even get I down mean, the Coco Group podcast. Yeah, no. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. What, what are you guys going to do? When are you guys going to start farting on the show? <laughs> <laughs> the right now, this is the only Cocoa podcast with farts. <laughs> oh, definitely jealous of that one. <laughs> Paul Thayer, what is Paul's been on our show before? What is why? Why are these people having this this many issues trying to join us on Skype? I just don't know. Paul has been on before. Um, yeah, Timberman. So, I gotta, uh, I gotta head out, guys. All I'm right, Boise. Hey, thanks, thanks for farted, stopping by. Just got other stuff going on. All right, see y'all later. Hey, Boise, right, before right, you Boise. go, yeah, I listened to you on, um, on, uh, Coco, no, the, um, Floppy Days. 
when you uh, had the thing on your book, and you were great. Oh yeah, yeah, that it was, was awesome. Years ago, thank you, man. Yeah, it was Thanks, great Ron. to hear. Hey, Ron, great to hear all about you. <laughs> you need you need to come to Coco Fest, man. I'm, I'm yeah. coming. He's coming. Damn it, I won't be there this year, unfortunately. So but, uh, he's going to chop down a couple of trees. Seat. He's going to have a booth with nothing but trees, and he's going to chop them down at his, at his, uh, at his display. So. I, think I, I think I saw Ron the other day. In fact, I was buying some brawny paper towels. And <laughs> you guys have to see my face today. Night, boys. Night, boys. Bye. Hey, Paul. Glad you can make it. Paul, are you there? And we're working on our technical difficulties. So, oh, my uh, mic has been on mute the whole time. Ah, there you go. Welcome. Yeah. Hi. How you guys doing tonight? We're doing good, man. Good. Cool. Awesome. Here shooting the breeze, talking about Cocoa stuff. Hey, Paul Fiscarelli just joined us, too. Yeah. So did you have a good New Year's, Paul? Yeah, man. It was awesome. I had a, a New Year's Eve uh, show with my band, um, and the average age group there was about 55. Oh, wow. um, but I tell you what, those people got down a heck of a lot more than some of the younger groups that we played in front of. So yeah, that was pretty cool. What kind Did of you do any journey? Do no, we don't play any journey. I can't sing oh. that high. What kind of music do you play? Uh, we do a bunch of rock from like the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Okay. Um, I don't think we do anything from the 2000s, but like we do some Beatles. We do some Seeger. Uh, we do some John Mellencamp. We actually do a few John Mellencamp songs. Okay. Good That's stuff. Good. Good there stuff. isn't much music from the 2000s. No. I was born yeah. in the school. <laughs> yeah, right. there's not a whole lot that I, I want to play from the 2000s. Uh, no, no. Not unless you're doing this. I, I play a lot of I do play a lot of nineties myself though. Well, I, I really like that stuff, but Well here you go. Hold on. Just just because you did you that, like Ron. Free. Just because you did that, Ron, this is for you. Okay. <laughs> That's that's the two thousands music right there. So yeah. I was I was getting down. I don't know why you shut that off. At least you're not playing like who lets that. the dog out. <laughs> who, let, who let the dog out? <laughs> Although we have had more cowbell on here. Yes, we have. Who let the dog out? I think that was uh, Bill Pierce, or not Bill Pe Bill Noble. Bill Noble what? let something out. <laughs> we also have the FCC on sometimes. Yeah, right. More <laughs> cowbell. So, Paul, how's um, how's Timberman coming along? Are you getting more sales? Uh, no, I haven't really been pushing it. I've been I moved on to uh, my next projects. Okay. Well, I'm going to be working on some promotions on that, too, for you. And um, I'm also going to do a, a preview video in the near future, too. So oh, cool. awesome. ho hopefully get some more get some more going for you. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool to do uh, that uh, online play thing that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, we should, we should get that going. 
Maybe I we'll think do that. Maybe we'll do that just, tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's all right. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, just to hang out and have fun and you know do the same thing we're doing now, but play a game as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like fun. What about I the did unlock of all of them? Yeah, so Coco Who Man's already. All of them? Jason did. Coco Man. You, you got everybody. Everybody that's listed. Everybody that's listed. Hmm. Unless there's some secret hidden one I don't know about. How? So how many? Okay, so everybody listed. He got Madman. Well, so all the shadows that you see in the manual is what you're saying, right? Yep. I, I believe so. I'd have to open the manual okay. again. Yeah, because there's one. There's there's somebody that you're missing. Uh, he got he got Simon. He got. You mean I have to read? You mean I have to read the book? This this wonderful book right here. No, no, there's nothing in the book about it. It's a it's a secret. <laughs> I, I left well, that, 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 Easter egg in there. So, if you look at my uh, if you look at my Skype uh, picture, uh-huh. right, it might send you an indication of who you might need to unlock. Still, oh, that's Ron Delvaux. <laughs> 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 it's actually it's me, but you know, whatever. <laughs> Ron Delvaux with a guitar. <laughs> Oh, talk about talk about an axe right there, huh? I'll let you guys all know it's three seventy five. You score three seventy five, and you unlock me, and that is everybody. Ah, well, there you go, another Easter egg. I'll send you. I'll I'll get you a t shirt. Ah, cool. What's that? He's a douche. He's already got the mug. He doesn't need anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, let's, let some other I'd, sucker win something. <laughs> I'd rather get an MC10. Playing it. <laughs> no, you don't, Richard. No, you don't, Richard. I heard T-shirt. That's all I know. <laughs> I guess I'm about to buy an MC10, it looks like. Oh, Lord. I'll just go down to the dollar store and buy a doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same thing. <laughs> I think there was it one really on eBay. Like yeah, no, I got I got two of them. One for the front door, one for the back. <laughs> <laughs> we get that cross breeze cutting through the house, huh? I'm gonna Yeah, with all this door. farting going around, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have Mr. Bjork uh, autograph mine. Yeah, right. Show. Do you guys remember that um Coco 1.5 that Carlos posted. Remember the one he painted silver? He took a Coco 2 and he painted it Mercedes silver and had it like, yeah. you know, gloss <laughs> yeah. Do you know if that ever sold? I don't sure know. I know it got sell. relisted, but I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it got relisted. I, I liked it. I just thought it was a little bit high of a price, but he posted something else too where he's got a nice clean Coco 2 64K <laughs> for like 65 bucks with a 6309. So, um,. Yeah, he, he does that. He does that occasionally. He he likes to restore the, especially the Coco Twos. Puts the sixty three oh nine in them and cleans them up. Take cleans them up and start, apart. Yeah, yeah. starts them out at I think sixty dollars for bidding. Yeah, yeah, and well, that's that's a decent price. Here, I, I thought the one fifty was just a little bit more extravagant than um, than that. Did you see the cassette tape that was outrageous? <laughs> Carlos has actually dealt with me before with uh, doing the upgrades. And yeah. He's a actually very reliable person. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He, he makes good stuff. Now he put a lot of stuff. He's put a lot of um, assembly language uh, manuals out recently too, and a bunch yes. of dra- and a bunch of dragon stuff too. So that's kind of cool. Oh yes, which I is mean, awesome. Yeah. So I don't know what I've never even seen before. Yeah. Yeah. So that part's so look at Jason clicking away on his timber man over there. Well, I, I hope the tree chop, falls chop, on chop, you, chop, jackass. Chop, chop. Fall on his head. He's a douche. Just be careful not to chop off a limb. Just be careful not to chop off a limb. And I'm not what? talking about the tree limbs. Fall on his head. <laughs> He's going to win the t-shirt on air right on the show. You watch. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Hit him harder next time. <laughs> what does your best say? What is your best? I can't read it. 363. We were so close, man. So close. I know. <laughs> that's something else. My best is 409. I wow. think that's the, I think that's the highest score you can get. I swear to God. I played that game too much. <laughs> I got some 409 here. <laughs> I going to say, that sounds like a cleaning product. You got that yeah. right there. Don't that, squeeze it too tight. Yeah, Timing couldn't get any better than that. Yeah, yeah we don't <laughs> need a squeeze. Somewhere. <laughs> oh. oh, you went there. <laughs> you went there. <laughs> oh. 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 Between, Between Grant and Bill, <laughs> things definitely go there. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, I was really impressed with the um, best of episode that Brian threw together. I mean, he did that, that all was on his good. own. That was awesome. It was great. That, that was awesome. That was fun to watch because I didn't know what was in it or what to expect. And, you know. What, what the hell is that, is that noise? What the hell is that? It was slurping on a slurpy cup, empty slurpy cup, or what is that? I don't know. We got we are we are we, yeah. We just managed to find some type of unusual noise at all times. Bill, not me. Yeah. No EMPs this time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah he'll have to make sure it's let out slower next time. Yeah. So 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 Bruce, what's the name of that compiler again? C Basic. Three. C basic three. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to try to get that tomorrow and mess around with that. I'm I still have, I'm still finishing my too. three by five fonts right now. I'm like three quarters of the way done. It's so tedious because uh, it just drives me crazy because uh, even with the draw statements, it never seems to map out exactly how it's supposed to. It always requires some type of fuzzy math to get things to center <laughs> properly and everything else. It just just drives me insane. Yeah, that mode you're using, I found that to be really interesting. You kind of like, it's weird because you have to start on even points and you have to, well, you usually have to start on even points on anything mm-hmm. that you're doing, but you have to go like two pixels yeah, to get a full a, pixel. It's a, it's a double pixel wide, yeah. yeah. And when I was doing like the get and puts on it too, it was driving me crazy because you'd have to start on a... You'd have to start on a uh, an even point and then end on an odd point, which was like the opposite of everything. That yeah. I... So yes, yeah, so it's from zero. And to I was 15, like, "What the yeah. hell?" Yeah. No, that part <laughs> that part makes sense to me. Zero through fifteen makes sense for sixteen pixels. Welcome, yeah, which... to graphics, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. 
That I've never done much sense. on the, I've never done much on the P mode, so yeah, pretty... you know, the, the funny thing is, is I understand binary very well, but I'm not used to programming <coughs> in binary. I'm used to, I've only ever programmed in basic. So when it comes to writing things, I'm still used to the very high level way of doing it. But I understand zero through 15. I understand those concepts very, very well. Mm -hmm. um, and because I teach subnetting all the time, eight bit binary, I, I understand that like in my sleep. And so for me, that's not something I don't have to learn to understand. But it's something I'm not used to processing when I write games. And so I'm assuming as I get more into assembly, I'm going to have to start thinking more about bytes and bits and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, we're not there yet because it, it would give me a headache at first, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you talked about it earlier, but uh, what other progress have you made on that aside from you said um, on your fonts i'm working on fonts yeah uh so that's really about it is working on fonts and um and just adding some stuff to the blog just you know filling in some of the stories because i i found a few other things that were kind of interesting that all feed into the timeline of things i did in quick basic because i had actually done a commercial product for a company i work for that actually was sold and distributed and franchised and stuff so i, I added some of that to the story Oh, cool. Um, so, so I've just been adding to the blog a little bit and working on fonts. And um, it's possible that by tomorrow, if we were going to do a Cocoa Talk, I'd have something to show. But I'm thinking we're not going to have a Cocoa Talk, so that will maybe give me more time to work on it. How uh, sure are, are you of that? I, I would say I'm, I'm going to plan on not doing it because, I mean, we, we've already got a Cocoa Talk. I could just post this tomorrow and let this run, you know. Um, I, don't, I don't see much added benefit to trying to do this a second time in two days uh, or have, you know, I don't even know how we would talk about it at this point. Well, uh, one we thing always I, seem to I, find something. That's for sure. Sure do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One thing I actually have to say, Steve, I like that three by five font that you got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, it's kind of a necessity thing just because of the spacing. I, I had another font I had already created for P Mode 4 that I'd already done and it looked good, but it just takes up too much real estate. So, I, I mean, with this mode, you have to count every pixel, and, and it's like you got to squeeze yep. a lot of crap into a small space. And it's kind of a creative challenge. Um, it's a, and, and this is the this is the not fun part about it because it's like you're doing a lot of work for something you don't really see. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then and that's when I lose interest. So. Uh, I mean, I'm plugging through it, and and I've been listening to uh, the Ready Player One while I work on this stuff <laughs> and stuff. I tell you what, I'm really enjoying this. I'm real. I've had the book for probably a year. I've had the printed book for a long time, but it was kind of Grant got me interested in it when he was said he was going to listen to it uh, on his way to Cocoa Fest, and a few other people have talked about it. So um, it's been really neat to listen to. It's very it's very listenable. You know, it just kind of flows so well. Uh, I find myself sometimes like I'm because I drive a lot and then I'll pull into the parking lot. and I'm like, well, dude, I don't want to get out of the car just yet because the chapter's not over. <laughs> you know, so I want to <laughs> sit here and listen to the end of the chapter. I had the same problem. I, but uh, Will Wheaton is. Yeah, it's, he's it's good. great. Read yeah. there. He is good. And he's the perfect guy for this because he was kind of from that period. In, in a sense, he's kind of a, a bit of an 80s icon himself, you know. Yeah, but don't I say, hate Wesley Crusher. Uh, yeah, as a character, <laughs> yeah, the character is kind of douchey, but Will Wheaton himself is pretty cool. 
Quill Wheaton. But his mom was kind. Of, his mom got hotter with with age. She seemed. It seemed like they really started to glam up all the next gen chicks in the final seasons. Like they were very plain. That's the one thing that I really didn't like about it was we went from like the mini skirts and the low cut tops to like the you know up to the neck bodysuits. And it's like, dude, where's the cleavage? Where's the thighs? You know, this isn't the Star Trek I remember. <laughs> and then they really started to glam them up in the last couple of seasons where they're letting their hair down and. All that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> the Wesley Crushers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, he's really good um, reading the story. And I've already made it past the, the Daggerith part, so that was interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great story. Uh, I'm going to read it again, actually, before the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Just is that your disappointment? yeah yeah so i you know it's like i don't read a lot i i never i i haven't read since probably middle school and i so but you always hear people's like you know comparing the movie to the book well it's not as good as the book and you know on the one hand you get it because you've got an hour and a half to, to you know well, nowadays modern movies like more like two and a half hours but you have a much condensed period of time to tell a bigger story um and the movie format is different than a novel format too so uh, I would imagine it's always going to be hard to make everybody happy, but uh, Dang it. Uh, I, I'm liking the story so far. It's it's very cool. Yeah, I agree. I've, I think you're a little bit further than I am on 12 right now. So and, and I like the fact that his first computer was a Coco 2, you know? <laughs> I mean, how, how often do you have a story where the main character's first computer was the Coco 2? You know, a 16K my... Coco 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, I he wrote it was his... the 3136B. <laughs> 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 I, hey, I might have just gotten Halliday's uh, Coco 2 on eBay. You never know. <laughs> yeah. My original Coco was also 16K. Yeah, mine, my, my silver one was 16K with welfare basic on it, yeah. 16k cassette that's where it started yeah, that's where i started too, I yeah standard I basic. basic standard basic i can't complain my first coco was 128k with a floppy yeah. drive yeah yeah huh. <laughs> oh my heart In, insert you. swear words here <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now, my first coco was a 4k coco one Back in my day, my Cocoa was... 4K Cocoa one. Well, that wasn't my, mine, but that's what our club had. My first Cocoa right was a here. Frankenstein one that yeah, I right. made out of parts. Right. Does you anybody still have own? their first Cocoa? I've got mine right I here. No, I got no. the main motherboard yeah, from my original Cocoa, too. <laughs> I brought my first one to Cocoa Fest. I sold the table. mine. I sold mine to a friend. What? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I actually, and I was even doing my own like buy here, pay here type thing where they were making payments on it. But I was trying to get the, I, I went ahead and I got the, the white cocoa one. So I had gotten that and I was having my friend pay off my silver cocoa to help supplement the cost of my, my 64K cocoa, uh, white cocoa one. Uh, yeah, so I don't have my original cocoa. Hey, can I, I ask you guys, uh, can I ask you guys to do me a favor? Uh-huh. Can I share my screen real quick and ask sure. you if something looks like it's supposed to? Sure. No. <laughs> I got to figure you know, out how to share something my screen. Yeah, yeah. That's it's a loaded question. It's not part of your it? body, is it? <laughs> What's that? He said, he said as long as it's not a part of your body, right? So. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Well, well, I'm not a doctor, but I'll look anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that line before. I got this rash. I got these bumps here. Are these normal? <laughs> I can't see it. Yeah, we don't see it yet, Paul. I know. I'm trying to. I can't ever remember how to freaking share my screen on this place. It's the plus symbol right next to the hang up button. <laughs> Why she disappeared? The plus now. symbol. There it is. Really easy. Ease of, easy. Ease of use. Ease of use. You guys see it, right? No, see not what? yet. Not no. yet. There we go. Negative Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. there we go. Right, there we go. Okay. okay. So if you look on the bottom of the, you see my little VCC screen here, right? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I, it's kind of hard to see, but yeah. You see that little gray? Does that look like armor to you? It looks like yes. a bus. It looks like a breastplate. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. That's all I needed to know. Thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, how do I get out of this? Jesus. You, 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 you plus Click on stop sharing. There. Click yep. on stop sharing. There, there you it go. goes. Thank you, guys. Okay. Hey, okay. Paul. Now, now I have no. something to share if, if if you guys are feeling it in the mood. Uh, it sounds scary. Yeah, I just, I just ate. It. Sorry. Whenever, we're David, well. whenever David wants to know if we're in the mood, we must be. <laughs> <laughs> we must be guarded. <laughs> Is it a new floppy? <laughs> no. But, but here, let let me try and get, get to do a window here. Let me share this. Um, can you guys see it? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. We see okay. okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you Main. should see me. Now, yes. here here's something that I was toying with because of um, a particular person's request last night. Um, so this oh. is the BMP thing. Okay. So this is after it's done. Now this is running in MAME. Now I want to show you a difference that this proves about MAME's floppy disk emulation and how you use it also when you oh. do a MFM-based disk image format. This is a floppy And I talk. want you to see the well, sort of. It's it's both in one. <laughs> so right now I'm in Drive One and uh -huh. I'm going to run the basic program. And you will see how fast a bin disk image loads. That was quick. Okay. Now, yeah. that would be what it would be on a real floppy disk. Okay. Because okay? this is an MFM-based disk image format. Now, uh, okay. drive zero is the JVC-based one. Now, watch how much slower this is. And it's the exact same binary. Yep. Yeah. I see that. So... Oh my gosh, I can't see anything. So what should we be using? Oh, he can't see it because whenever somebody else shares, it it, it kicks off my screen sharing. So hold on. I got to share my screen now. Uh, I can see it. I see oh, it. Oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah, I see can't. it now. <laughs> I missed everything that David just showed. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Mark Overholzer, and you're listening to Coco Talk the nation's leading weekly live talk show about the Tandy Color Computer. What's going on, everybody? The original gamer Stevie Stroh here, and I want to talk to you about Amacoconut.com. If you love the color computer like I love the color computer, then you got to visit Amacoconut.com, your one-stop shop for all of your Tandy Color Computer links needs. There you'll find links to blogs and podcasts and project sites and emulators and downloads and groups and communities. If you love the color computer, head on over to Amacoconut.com. That's I-M-A, Coconut.com. Tell them the original gamer Stevie Stroh sent you. Coco forever, people.
It's a Radio Shack Merry Christmas. This year, I needed to give a real family pleaser. Honey, please help me with this budget. How about a new game, Dad? Please. And I found it. Radio Shack's Color Computer 2. On sale for just $99.95. It entertains, educates, manages. It's expandable and affordable. Now that really pleases me. The Color Computer 2. Sale price for Christmas. Only at Radio Shack. What? Yeah, my screen sharing got shut off. Oh, uh, yeah. because because I just turned on my screen sharing. Sorry about that. Go I'll ahead. Share screens again, David. My bad. Okay. Um, let me select this. So, but yeah. The, You're going to have to watch so, David's feed and not mine to see it. Yeah, you'll have to click on my, my little photo. But yeah, see, this is what it ru looks like running off of JVC disk image. Okay. okay. And then I'll go back to what which honestly be, that's not terrible. What's the, and what's the other one? This uh, be MSM the off of a real Coco floppy disk. Yeah. Oh, so we can't we can't somehow use that on a. Uh... Well, you technically could if you was only going to do Mame only. It wouldn't be usable in VCC or um, okay, on the well, Coco SDC. Oh. But we the JBC is right. The JBC isn't that big of a deal as you saw here. That you know, yeah, it loads a little slower. Um, but but as there's, you can see, there's, there's, there's a big difference. There's a big yes. difference. Yeah, big difference. So, but as you see, Bruce, that that was once a uh, MS Paint graphic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so have you got me a little basic program I can just like run and it'll convert stuff? Like that well, image I showed a minute ago? Or do I have to use a hex editor? Cause, um, uh, well, in the off topic on Discord, I gave some of the terminal screen commands to do it all. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it would, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. Making utility to do it would be a little bit more involved. Um, and I'm not a GUI person either, so yeah, that would be um, probably either Bill or um, Boise people that actually do GUIs. I don't do GUIs. <laughs> don't don't get me involved with GUIs. <laughs> Ew, GUI. <laughs> but you don't like touching the mouse and clicking on things. Hey, nice shirt there, Paul. <laughs> Hey, right on. Hey, guys, that, how's it going? That is a badass shirt, brother. That was Paul. And look at that mug, too. Look at you. Look oh, at you. Nice. Ooh. Supporting the cause. Good stuff. Look at you. Very nice. Oh, my. We're matchy-matchy. Yeah, right? So what's new with you, Paul? Happy New Year, by the way. Yeah, Happy New Year, guys. Uh, sorry I joined late. Um, it's okay. Happy to have you. Hold yeah. on, Paul. Where's your Force of Doom mug? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's upstairs. What? Oh, yeah, man. I've got, okay. I've got the... Uh, <laughs> You're slacking. Candy mug. Uh, what else <laughs> do I have down here? Just tell us the truth. You already broke it. <laughs> no, it's upstairs. <laughs> Richard Richard Lorbieski is gone now. Nobody has that one. No, I'm still mm. here. Oh, you're there? That's oh, right. You changed your picture. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
He's the silhouette. I thought we were going to get to talk about you here in just a minute. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's not here, so we could talk about him. Yeah, right. Yeah, our, our troll. Uh, have, you broken, <laughs> have you broken any more records, Paul? Anything else like that? He did, yeah. Any any worlds? Uh, have you have you beat the uh, super duper mode on Forest of Doom? Uh, Go ahead, Paul. Tell him. Yeah, I did actually, and uh, I shared shared it with Bruce. But come back. No way. You didn't. I, I didn't share it with anybody else because I didn't want to de incentivize anybody from trying to trying to do it. So uh, you did um, it. I, I did post a, I did post a video. So if anybody wants to watch it. Um, it's uh, up there with my other videos. What's the return oh, policy on a book? <laughs> <laughs> You're a receipt, Paul. It's a fun game. I just can't get enough of it. I still play it, even though I've beat it on uh, all yeah. three levels. It's, it's just it's, a lot of fun. It is the most unusual thing. <laughs> I, th I think the next thing I'm going to do is try to go for a speed record, see how quickly I can do it. A speed run. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Speed run on the hardest mode, right? <laughs> yeah. that that'll, end, that'll end well. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think that we need to do a Timberman record where we can just all play Timberman at the same time, <clears> see, <throat> see who can get the most chops or something like that. Uh, maybe a far fall. We'll do a far fall marathon where we all get together and see who can get the most points on far fall. I'm down with that. That's a fun game. Yeah. I still need to order Timberman. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to say, where did we get that at? It's not on your website. Yeah, I got to get myself is. a website, don't I? Well, it's, whose website it's, uh, is it on? It's on, uh, it's on uh, amacoconut.com. It might be on 8 256 Let me check real quick. Um. Uh, if I don't have it on 8-Bit256, I do have it on I'm a Coconut. Hi, John. Good night, John. John. Good night, John. Good night. Let's see. I've got Bomb Threat and I've got Forest of Doom. I need to add Timberman. But oh, pretty... Timberman. Timberman doesn't have a website yet, does it? No, but we have. We, you can email Paul. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, so, there you so go. When I go to, uh, so I think it's under Buy, Sell, Trade. Under amacoconut.com. Timberman by Paul Thayer can be obtained by emailing paul.g.thayer at gmail.com. So if you go to amacoconut.com and go to buy, sell, trade, I do have a link for it there. Um, but I do need to add it to 8bit256.com, which I'll probably do tomorrow. Oh, cool. Thanks, Steve. Yep, yep. And I'll put a little picture. Um, you sent me some artwork, so I asked you to send me some artwork. I'm going to make a little commercial. I'm going to do a review of it, and I'll put it on my um, swag shop, too. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. Now is is is, is Farfall still available, or is that out of uh, circulation? Uh, it's available, and there's going to be a new version. I think he's going to have a Coco Fest that's going to support his Game Master sound chip, which I'm going to want to buy too. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to decide if I want to this new game I'm developing. If I want to go PSG on it or not. Um, go both. As I'm, I'm thinking, I'm gonna just do like. That's the thing, though. I don't want to spend all this time doing like three versions of it or whatever. But right. we'll see how it goes. Because um, it'd be really cool to have like background music and have it run at sixty frames per second. Because so, so it's an take, action game. So take a look at this real quick. 
on our podcast now, we're almost at 4,100. So la- last week we were just around 3,900. <coughs> and so in, in just about a week's time, we are close to 200 downloads, which would be Yay. a record. That would be a record for the podcast. Uh, for, the, for the audio version of the podcast. So we're just we're just at 4084. Now, I think part of that has to do with the fact that I released two episodes this week too. So anybody who was subscribed to auto download, we got two downloads automatically from them. But um, that's still pretty cool that we're at almost 4100 downloads for the podcast for the uh, audio podcast. Nice work, Steve. Yeah. Well, listen. The show, the show, the show is the show is the people who are on it. It's not me, you know. So, but I'm I'm just glad that people are enjoying it, you know. Well, at least a couple of those downloads are me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, far as Forest of Doom goes, I actually did. Uh, I actually bought another copy for a gift. So. Uh, oh, that's My brother cool. had a my brother had a birthday and. I can reveal that now because I see it was I see it was delivered today. Nah. Is that, did you buy that on January second by any chance? Actually, I bought it on December twenty sixth. Okay, so you're the December twenty sixth guy. Somebody bought one on January second. Someone bought one in twenty eighteen. I wonder who. And in Canada, I think actually. Oh, neat. neat, neat, neat. I wonder who that was. I have, I have absolutely no idea. Maybe it was Curtis. No, I don't know. What about know. Neil Blanchard? Did you get one? No, no. Well, no, no. I, I sent, I sent Neil. Oh, that's right. You sent him a new copy back way back when. So. Yeah, well, I want to get a refund now. Uh, <laughs> not happening. Yeah, me too. I got two copies. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, Someone's I can't believe we're get a sequel now. <clears throat> we're looking at four months. Well, four months or yeah, four months right till Cocoa Fest. It's insane. Yeah, well, I'm down. Three months, actually. It's really that soon, isn't it? Oh. Well, it's technically three and two, two or three weeks. So it's. I, I got to book and get an exhibitor's table and everything. So I, yeah. I better get that done soon here. Yeah, I got to do that yeah. too. Me too. Yeah, speaking of that, did you get on that yet, Grant? I had the form filled out and the check is ready to go. So. I will be All mailing right. it into them. Check. Still have to send checks. I guess. Who's got the it, dragon here? It doesn't work. Me. Me, Ron. You see this most expensive vintage electronic devices out of fifteen. Number fourteen's a dragon. Wow. Why are they saying that for two hundred? Because you can Coco threes go for more than that. I don't know. It's weird. It's been yeah. floating it, around. Yeah, I saw that article. It's not very accurate. No. Clickbait. Yep. Uh, okay. First time I ever tried to do that. So. <laughs> huh. well, how do you get okay, on? Paul, and I sent uh, you an click email. On, click on stop sharing under Paul's picture there. Right, yeah, stop sharing. I see. Gotcha. Thank you. Yeah, no okay, guys, I got I to gotta dip out. Um, nice All to right. be here. Hey, thanks, thanks, for, uh, thanks, thanks for joining Thanks for us. dipping in. Oh, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> a little moaning before uh, for a crash tonight. Very cool. Hey, we'll great, 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 great job on another great episode, Neil. Thank you so much, and um, looking forward to more next year. Sounds this year, good. this year actually now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Catch you later. Take care. Later, Neil.
Did anyone notice? Did anyone notice that the eight bit guy has a page now where he's looking for donations and one of those things is a Coco three? Huh. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I think yeah, he I did could see afford that. to he could probably afford to buy one. Well he claims it's kinda of hard to get one. I guess he wants to get it at a cheap price. <laughs> yeah, he says he might pay something. Who doesn't want to get one at a cheap price? <laughs> hey Steve. Yeah. Kind of microphone you got right there? Uh, well, as my wife likes to say, it's my big black one. Uh. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Steve! Just EMI. the way you like it, isn't it, Steve? Yes, it is. It's oh, a- oh. <laughs> oh. Um, this is really a, uh, a a Yeti, a Yeti okay. Blue, Blue Yeti, whatever it's called. Is that a vibrator or something? <laughs> that that was an upgrade I got for it. Yeah. So. Uh, it it's, looked like an SM7B, so that's why I was wondering, because, uh, I don't know, I do uh, audio production, so I was wondering what mic it was. Yeah, it's some it, sort of SM thing, I don't know. Best for your stimulation. Uh, I like how it's a blue Yeti, but yet it's black. Yeah, well, this one's called the Blackout Edition. <laughs> but the Yeti Blue is like the model, but you can get the Yeti Blue in silver or white, and mine's the Blackout Edition. So. Hi, I'm Mike Rowan, and you're watching the original gamer, Stevie Stroh. And when you're done watching, come over and listen to the Coco Crew podcast. Hi, this is John Linville. And Neil Blanchard. We are the Coco Crew. I hope you're enjoying watching Stevie Stroh play video games, especially the Coco games. And when you're done with that, check out our podcast at CocoCrew.org. Roger, Coco 1, downrange 378, nautical mile. Coco 1, you are go for MPI injection, over. Eastern Coco 1, uh, Roger, acknowledged, go for MPI injection. Looking good, looking good, looking good. Houston, Coco 1, we have capture. Repeat, have capture of MPI. Roger, Coco 1, we confirm a big green light here. Good job. Coco 1, you are go to begin transmission. Coco 1, broadcasting. Hey, you got your Coco 3 yet? For the latest color computer news and information, it's the Coco Crew Podcast. Visit www.cococrew.org. Coco 3! And begin listening today. Yeah, and it's and it's ribbed for your pleasure. Yes, yes, which, which is why I turned it inside out. So, um. <laughs> is that the windscreen you turned inside out? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, oh, I think we've this. this oh. is the gonna have to edit this you one. Might wanna, you might want to note this note this time code for editing. Uh, this is the best part of the show so far. I'm gonna edit everything up to this point here. Yeah, the uh, wheels have just fallen yeah. off, and man, we're just going down that track. Oh yeah, yeah. This IPA, man, it's got a kick to it. I'll tell you what, 
This this, this bear, yeah, this bear is so good. David Ladd's pixelated picture is starting to look good right now. So, yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> well, I think you're cut off. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, Steve is really <laughs> in uh, bad shape. Well, David, if you were stuck with your queefing over there, maybe uh, it'd be. Oh God! Just no more God. EMPs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you showed up for this. What? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let it out slow and steady. <laughs> slow Control. and steady wins the race. <laughs> Just make sure something runny doesn't come out with it, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was yeah, an EMP. Bad, Grant. I oh, thought on. it was an EMP. It turned out to be a shark. <laughs> <laughs> The average age here is what, 16? <laughs> Only when nah, it trips it's, it's the It's south of 16, I think. 14, Only. probably. Oh, Only man. in metric. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a Twilight Zone. All these guys are, are using their cocos, and then we all refer back to the days when we were that age. <laughs> yeah, reverts, exactly. Oh, Steve Lord. Batson, you've been kind of quiet. What? That's been the way it works. Which reminds yeah. me. Yeah, just near listening to the uh, bantering. <laughs> <laughs> that will work on this now. By the way, uh, Coco Man, did you ever try to play any of those uh, XXX games that we discovered the other day? Or a couple weeks back? Yeah, because I found the passwords. I, I, I played them. They're just really kind of lame Coco porn. But, you know, it's, it's, they're, just, they're really kind of ridiculous. So yeah, they were they were state of the art back then. Yeah, I, I I forgot the passwords, but what what is the password again? The password <laughs> is sex. Oh, okay. It's all in oh, basic. I X. Oddly the, enough. Yeah, S E X sex, and uh, and then there's one that's not in English, and it's I think it's forno. I think it must be Italian or something. Like there's oh, three of those things. Yeah, like, yeah, for no, there's something yeah, like, I, I don't know, yeah, it's all yeah, basic, it's easy to find. Yeah, I, I uh, played them about six months ago, and I was like, okay, yeah, I, rem I remember the 80s porn, and, you know, when you would oh. scan the Playboys in and trade your, J well, the JPEG didn't exist, but the GIFs. Yeah, this is just limited animation, it's, uh. It's just yeah. taking two team mode four things and page flipping. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like and it's just like this is I just. There was also oh. a strip strip poker too that uh, is out there. See those oh, are yeah. games that Steve probably actually won. Yeah, <laughs> I remember someone hacked someone like disassembled strip poker. I think wasn't it? Well, that was uh, Boise was talking about that one of the one of the ones, yeah. or it was a guessing game or something like that, and he figured out how to. And the payoff wasn't uh, wasn't even worth the hacking effort, apparently. So. <laughs> I believe it. I'll have to find it because I played it in in one. It was it was a simple strip poker game. It was written in the cocoa. You spin the cocoa and see what happens. No, it, it was spin the cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just your typical poker game. You would you know bet and Annie and all that other kind of stuff. It was in P more uh, P mode three graphics. No. Oh yeah! Wow. That must wow. Awesome. P mode three, huh? Oh yeah. Four. Was... Count four colors. 
Yep. And look like that chick on Star Trek should be all green, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> green and Just magenta. The way you and... like them. <laughs> oh. Wow. I think the silhouette's a nice touch there, Richard. Oh, thank you. It's probably better to be, remain anonymous at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's part. It's Oops, part of my witness me. protection avatar. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's too bad Steve York wasn't there to see it tonight. <laughs> Is that a Canon camera? A Canon camera? As you yeah. asking Steve Batson, what kind of camera he's yeah. holding up there? Steve, what yeah, kind of it's, a, it's a it's a Canon five um, D Mark II. Oh, that's a pretty nice one. It's a professional. Yeah, I have a forty D, two of them. One's modified for astrophotography. Cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I started with a, well, I started with a point and shoot one a long time ago, Kodak, and then I went a, and got a Canon 10D, and then I got a, a 30D, and then I got the 5 Mark II, which is uh, more professional stuff because I was doing weddings and other types of photography. There's an old point and shoot. Oh yeah. It's a hey, Kodak. Ron, do you have one of anything? <laughs> I do have two. Where, of where's these. your Where's your Kodachrome Instamatic? Yeah, right. <laughs> I have two of these. I got a special camera that could pick up an EMP. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's tuned into it's one the, of those cameras. Smell picks spectrum. Takes that old disc have, film. Do you have a uh, ten yeah. megabyte? CF card. A compact flash, huh? 10, 10 megabytes, huh? Mm. <laughs> That's a slightly off number. Yeah, I think my first one, I think the first one I had was like 32 megabytes. It was an old HP digital uh, camera. It's like, why do you keep this? Uh, I, have a, I have a one gigabyte IBM micro drive that's the same size as a compact flash card. Wow. Hmm. Which is kind of cool. I mean, it, I, I kept it just because it was interesting, but um, obviously the I think I'm doing. cards are now so big. Yeah. I was thinking that David Ladd would somehow figure out a way to get a zip drive to work on a Cocoa as much as he's into <laughs> floppies and stuff. So. <laughs> well, I had a couple uh, small SD possible. cards here. I had a 128 and a 256 and had nothing to do with them until I got my, S my Cocoa SDC, and now they actually have a use again. Ah. Yeah, same same here. Mine's I have a five twelve that was just farting around, and then now it's my cocoa drive. There you go. How many have oh. one of these? Ah. Oh, is that that's an original? Oh, iPod? I know. Yeah, that's that an, an old iPod, huh? Yeah, I have one yeah. of those. Still yep. works. Never owned an Apple product. Oh, that's a shame, Steve. Yeah. You yeah, you're not like missing them. much. You're not missing much because they'll slow it down. Grant. No, I'm. I bought a phone and then they're slowing it down. It's ridiculous. I've been Apple free since 1995 and proud of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I own a Mac Classic. Well, I had a couple so people back. gave to me, but worked yeah. good for me. So. Mm. Yep. I never apples cared are, for them. Apples are the new uh, stepbrother to the MC10. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. 
Grant, come on. <laughs> they're, they're the insult to the MC10. The insult to the, the MC10. <laughs> MC10 is insulted by these Apple products. Huh? Has anybody gone to the MC10 site? Oh, look at, look at what the... Paul's got. Paul's got the uh, handheld Mac there, huh? the luggable. Oh, yeah, I had one of those. I remember those from high school. Neat. Yep. Yeah. They usually have fish in them. <laughs> Did you hear that, Paul? He says he, they those usually have fish in them. How, how many conversions have you seen where they, they make a uh, fish tank out of them? Fish tank out of them. The yeah, other one that I've seen is uh, they make uh, the clock out of them. A yeah. clock, huh? 68,000 powered clock, huh? Yeah. It's an original 84 one with 128K, so I'm holding on to it. Nate, Nate. I think it would be inter interesting to take one of those cases and stick a Raspberry Pi in it and then uh, turn it into a cocoa. So there you got <laughs> uh, Macintosh cool. wannabe cocoa. A Macintosh with OS 9. Uh huh. Get it? Oh, OS nine sixty eight thousand was 9. on the max. Wow. You're talking about the microware OS nine, not the yeah. Mac OS nine, right? No. Right. Yes. Play on words. Yeah, yeah. So Grant, are you officially no longer a noob? Are we gonna have we agreed that Grant's no longer a noob? He's always going to be a noob. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny, Jim Brain's little recounting of his daughter's. Uh, so, oh, yeah, I remember uh, listening to that show that you're on, the Coco Fest show at the, what you call it, the amateur, the amateur hour or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably have to update it to question of the week might be the better way yeah, to do right, it now. Question of the week, right? Yeah, and what's sad is that what brought that up is because she recognized my name when she was doing an order. Oh, David, David Ladd. I know this David Ladd guy. I'm like, no, no, you just did not say that. I'm like, uh, Jason, you're famous, David. You are an Shut international up, celebrity. Shut up, <laughs> you know, Sir David Ladd. There I got a question for the group. Um, do each of you have your own place, like a, either basement or a bedroom or a room by itself for your stuff? Or yeah, I'm in mine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. Everybody. Yep. Yep. I got shoved into the storage room, Mostly. but you know, <laughs> whatever works. Me, I got shoved into a corner in the living room. <laughs> As yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah. You know what we need uh, for our rooms is a, a nice, nice graphic of like uh, that um, graphic of the cocoa with the monitor, or, you know, something big that you can put on the wall, it's like a Tandy, an old Tandy, if there ever like a, was any, a big giant know. mural or something. Yeah, something you know, like um, didn't they used to have you know Color Computer Two, you know, three ninety nine. Oh, you missed out a few months ago. Uh, Tandy was auctioning off a lot of their old stuff, and there was a lot of marquee banners and things like that that yeah. were up for sale. Yep. They went for a good price, too. Yep. Yep. They were not cheap. Nope. No. That's something. You know, it's tough to find. I tried one afternoon just poking around, trying to find 
a picture of of um, Radio Shack store in the eighties with you know color computers set out and maybe model threes or twos or ones or anything. And there's hardly anything out there. No, nope, there's nothing. The nothing. only thing I the only thing I found was there was a nineteen um, eighties training video that's floating around that shows how the store should be, you know, set up and stocked and all that other kind of stuff. That's oh, that, the only thing I've cool seen. That'd be cool to see. Right, it's on YouTube. Hmm. Yeah, somebody posted one too for Nintendo. I saw that on Facebook recently, where it was like a Nintendo training video for the retail people, thinking how to how to answer customers' questions and what to tell them to try to do. And and now we've implemented this hotline for them to call and all kinds of stuff. And it was like how to blow on a cartridge. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> My kid did it. Yeah. Yeah. Those things are just they're they're priceless to watch those things now because they're probably so cheap. They were cheesy when they were new. They're like ultra cheesy now. You know? Do you remember the April Fool's joke that uh, Google did? They had Google Maps for the Nintendo. I mean, they had a whole commercial and everything else, and it was all in eight bit screens and everything else. It was cool. Mm. And one of the things is they put the cartridge in and it didn't work, so they pulled it out and they started blowing on it and stuck it back in. <laughs> That's cool. Contact cleaner. Saliva, I guess, makes a good contact cleaner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for a prompt two cocoa talk, we had a heck of a crew today. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, I was like I was man, it's this week has been so busy for me and I was just so tired. I was thinking, oh man, I don't know. I I mean it seemed like we had a lot of people who weren't gonna make the show tomorrow. Uh, I wasn't even sure how things were going to go tonight, but it didn't go bad. I think 21 caught... people came in. Wow, that many? Yeah. Wow. I don't know if it went well, but it didn't go bad. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the Cocoa. I think Cocoa, it... Cocoa Talk's all about, right? Yep. Well, the greatest thing about Cocoa Talk is that it is spontaneous, and it is more like meeting in person at... A cocoa fest. Yeah. Who who said that? Was that last week we were talking about that? Somebody said that that this is like, and maybe it was even Steve Bjork or somebody. Steve, said that, it was Steve Bjork. Yeah. Yeah, like this is like the conversations you have mm-hmm. at a cocoa fest, and honestly, that's probably one of the best accolades you could ever get. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like when they talk about how the cocoa crew is like getting the Rainbow Magazine every month. That's a great accolade to hear, but because we are a talk show. To be compared to having a conversation at Cocoa Fest, that's a high accolade, I think. Mm. So every week uh, we're going to start reading a listing. A Wouldn't listing. That be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. Rem. One. One fifty. Space. Yeah. Print. <laughs> and then we'll put the, we'll put the LS. And then put the corrections in a month later. <laughs> no. Oh, you know what'd be good? You know what'd be good? Get the the uh, sound speech pack to actually say the program list. Oh yeah. Oh. And then stop halfway through, and then next week we'll finish. Right. That's cruel. Dun dun dun. Yeah, but I know how to be cruel. 
Uh, this week we're going to follow um, Steve as he uh, does his font. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching paint dry. <laughs> oh, this down, week we're going to have the speech sound pack say words that sound very similar. <laughs> <laughs> A synonym. <laughs> speech sound pack, can you say color? <laughs> You can say synonym and cinnamon and see if they sound the same. Yeah. Tasty. That's almost kind of funny if you think about it. That's that's an interesting idea. Like, it's kind of like you know the the people who say, okay, let's let's see what we can get. You know, let's see what we can say to Siri to get a funny reaction. We gotta just try, like, okay, what can we type into the speech sound pack? It's a new is, game show. A new game show. What would speech sound pack say? All right, and let's. Yeah. Let's, you know, <laughs> just. We'll return after these messages. Hi, I'm Kieran Anscombe, author of Xraw, and your brain is resolving sensory input into Coco Talk. Radio Shack TRS-80 put the world of color computing into your home. Instant loading program packs turn any color TV into an exciting game arcade. And there's more. The color computer is an educational aid, a home management tool, and up-to-the-minute electronic information service. The programmable, expandable TRS-80 color computer from $399 only at Radio Shack, the biggest name in little computers. At GSoft... We make games for the TRS-80 Color Computer, TRS-80 MC-10, and Dragon Computers. Our basic games cover the range of genres from arcade, to text adventures, to simulations, to 3D dungeon crawls. This is our latest puzzle game from Japan, Fruit Panic. So come on and drop by our website and download our latest games. Greetings, YouTubers. Atari Leaf here, and you're listening to Coco Talk. Type in the most bizarre the, thing. You have to put the sound sound pack up with a little uh, jingle. Yeah, yeah, and just type in the most unusual thing and see what see how it comes out on the speech sound pack, or even just like stupid sayings and see how they sound when said by this by the speech sound pack. Who's that scientist that uses that? Oh, that's talk? Uh, Stephen Hawkins. Yes. <laughs> All right. And I think that's a, um, he sticks with the voice from the, back in the 80s or whatever. Doesn't he? He's yeah, trademarked yeah. it, yeah. It's his yeah. voice now. So we yeah. couldn't do that. We get, FAA would be back on our butt again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I did get a copyright ding for the, uh, for the Night of the Roxbury song, the What is Love clip, because I guess it was in the neighborhood of 30 seconds, so I got a copyright ding on that one. So I'm gonna have. What's to the ding? It. What's it like? What are you? What happens? Uh you get a you get a email message, and then the the video. I'll show you what it looks like on screen here, real quick. Oh, cool. Um, where do I get to my full screen? All right. So when I look at my video list, can you see it? Yeah. So right here it says in the Cook Talk episode 40, it says includes copyrighted content. It means that my channel's not oh. I'm not monetized yet, but if this was monetized, I would not be able to collect any money on the views. It would go to the copyright holder. And when mm -hmm. I click on it, it's going to show me like what the song was and it even says here. So it's the What is Love uh sound recording from 2 minutes, 10 minutes to 2 minutes 
to, uh, two minutes ten seconds to two minutes thirty seconds. So, or forty. Yeah. So there's a thir exactly thirty seconds, and that is, I guess that's long enough to trigger the copyright. So if I'm mm -hmm. going to do anything like that, it's got to be less than thirty seconds. Mm. Um, now I could remove the song from the clip, and it would do that. But whatever. I, I'm not. You know, I'm not worried about the monetization of this. Um, at 200 views, which was our best views we ever got, that would translate to 20 cents. So the mm -hmm. fact I'm not going to make 20 cents on this one video, I'm kind of okay with that. So <laughs> I'd rather have the clip in there. So, hey, how is that thing working uh, for Patreon or whatever? Uh, well, so far the people who have subscribed is mostly well, it's all people on the show. So um, I'm not trying to post too many things to charge them money right now. Okay. Uh, what am I doing? How do I get back to Skype full screen? Here we go. <laughs> so we're all paying ourselves. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm, I get it. I appreciate it that people are wanting to support the show, but it's like, I, I, I don't know. I have a hard time wanting to take money from anybody. So. Um, oh, then send me another cup, will you? <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? That Jason? Coco Man. Yeah. It's the Coco Man. Let me hear it say D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear some Eric Cartman. Get your bitch ass in the kitchen and make me some pie. Jeez, nuts. <laughs> <laughs> now we missed it because we were laughing. Do it again. Let's hear some D's nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> so what did you say? What did you talk about on Cocoa Nut? Uh, Cocoa Talk, honey. <laughs> D's nuts. Well, <laughs> we're having way too much fun yeah. with this. <laughs> Respect my authority. What authority? Uh. Now you need to figure out how to do the inflection so that way the t the voice can scale like like it's singing while it's speaking. <laughs> what did that say? I tried to say authority. Authority. Just... Huh. Authority. 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 Can't get it right, speech sound pack. <laughs> that's funny that should be a good segment Alan Huffman was mentioning how he wants to start re-reading re the old Rainbow magazines and I thought it'd be kind of cool if he could do a segment where you know pick a pick an article or something that he came across from an old Rainbow and just talk about that um, actually oh he I, got to do it in the, in the background of a campfire not a campfire but a wood burning fire and he gets yeah, in the yeah. chair yeah <laughs> Like the, uh, with, with that, that stuffy the, the, music, the cocoa fireside the, chat, the the yeah. master yeah. theater type thing. Exactly. Yes, a pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Like a fireside chat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, with uh, with the, like uh, John Hausman and uh, William Conrad used to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, the old PBS stuff. Hand me my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> he was little tight back then. That's what she said. Oh, David. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh. What was that? Cocoa Peace Theater, but it doesn't say cocoa. It says it doesn't sound cocoa doesn't come out cocoa that way. Cocoa. 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 So do it phonetically. Yeah, right above D's nuts is the caco. <laughs> <laughs> You actually have to. You actually have to put a space between the COs. There you go, <laughs> Caco. <laughs> you Caco. Oh, you go ahead and mark. Go ahead and mark that time index down for <laughs> Speaking of that, um, does anyone know if Ellen DeCock or however you say his name is he Alan active? DeCock. Yeah. Is he around? Has he ever been yeah. on? Yeah, I talked to him. Yeah? I went to his like oh. his page, but I didn't see. He only has two or three friends. He must not be Coco guy anymore. Oh, yeah, he is. Is he? Yeah, yeah he is. But it's, he's laid back now. He is not really involved, but he is. Okay. I might That's, have sent him a, a message on, you know, you know asked him to be a friend or whatever. I don't know. Bill, that's like saying that you're half pregnant. <laughs> well, no, I, like I, I do have contact with him and I talk to him, but he's not really majorly into it anymore. But he is still, it's still around. Well, don't you think if he listened to Coco talk, he would get all excited? No. <laughs> Maybe not this show. But <laughs> Maybe a floppy show or something. If I'm excited. Maybe Coco talk he might like. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hard disc no the joke in there somewhere. <laughs> it's soft-sectored. Oh, my goodness. So all no, I need, wait, wait, all, wait a minute. Did you say soft sectored? That's what I said. We're a bunch soft of fourteen-year-olds in here. It's just get degrading <laughs> as the time goes on here. <laughs> I resemble yeah, that. A, there's remark. a whole end of this. Is just going to have to be lopped off? Yeah, yeah. just cut it. Oh, yeah. you don't want to <laughs> lop it off. Yeah. <laughs> a hypocrite up there, David. Oh, Do a bobbit. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but she at least knew how to do it. Okay. We I lost missed, someone. Bill we, left. we missed that one. Uh, John Wayne Bob it. Uh, John Wayne Bob it, huh? Yeah, that'd be an interesting segment. What how, how what would the speech sound pack say, right? <laughs> it says blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All right. Have we beat this one to death? You think we're good for we one night? We have beat, on beat this one to death. We've beat it to death, ran <laughs> over it with the car twice. Right. Then we brought it back. 
<laughs> Brought it back to life and beat it again. Yeah. Zombie. It's a zombie episode now. <laughs> it needs, it needs a like shot between the eyes. Marines. Good times, good times. Well, yeah, so this will make an interesting episode for tomorrow. Hopefully people will enjoy it. <laughs> oh, you put the cocoa oh, after dark. It, it, that was one of our bigger episodes, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, let's let's find out right now. Yeah, it's a three hours. hours. Thirty minutes. <laughs> Coco man, I like the uh, I like the uh, picture for the Coco After Dark 4.0. Oh, <laughs> I gotta love the flying toasters. <laughs> I probably have that on my Mac Classic somewhere. <sighs> Sierra did that. I don't remember that. I remember it on the Macintosh. I don't think I ever had it for Windows. I think we've been bumped now for all time. There was one for Windows. Did you guys ever have a screensaver on Windows that was a little dog that went across the screen It would dig holes? Oh, yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> that was so cute. Yeah. You remember the Tiny Elvis app? That was this, It was a, kind of a screensaver? No. I don't remember Elvis. No, no it was a Tiny Elvis. It was, tiny a, Elvis. It was, it was a little Tiny Elvis. But what I can do here is let's check our videos real quick. What's our most viewed video now? Um, Force of Doom Large Party, 210 views. Wow. Thanksgiving 182. Um, Can't believe anybody's watching that. <laughs> community drama. Um, <laughs> and a lot of these have been reposted because, like, you know, Coco Talk episode number one, pilot episode, it's gotten 156 views on the new channel. It probably got 200 views on the original channel. So that's kind of impressive. Um, so, yeah, I don't see that. Um, Are you going to do reruns anytime? Uh, I don't know. Have you thought yeah. of that? No, but that would that would work in a pinch if we had nothing else to do. Yeah. I could always replay best one. Best of. Well, we have the best of episode now. You know. That was for a year, though. Yeah. But yeah. Like a Johnny you have Carson the best thing. of one segment or something. Yeah. We could all vote on it. And now, these messages. Radio Shack Storewide Manager's Red Tag Sale is on now. We've slashed prices 20%, 30%, 40%, 50%. Save on famous Radio Shack Hi-Fi, car stereo, radios, toys, TV games, calculators, walkie-talkies, and CB radios. Look for the big red tag. Save like never before on these and literally hundreds of red tag specials. Hurry into Radio Shack today. Radio Shack has a great gift idea for the whole family. Fast action TV games, and they're on sale. Get this six-game model for $29.95 or the four-game model for $21.95. With rising entertainment costs, that's a real bargain. You play hockey, tennis, squash, and more. Easy to hook up and great family fun that lasts all year long. The sale price TV games. Only at Radio Shack, a Tandy company. 
We're traveling through a dimension both of sound and ideas. We're at a place where the mind can comprehend and devise a solar radio, a wireless transmitter, measure time and light. 65 electronic projects brought to reality with this science fair kit. Astonishing, perhaps, but you can find it for Christmas for $17.95 in a place that's known as Radio Shack. Radios, stereos, recorders, everything in sound. Hi, this is Randy Kindig of the Foppy Days Podcast. I just love me some cocoa, and nobody covers it better than Steve Strobridge. You're listening to Coco Talk. The best of speech sound packs says stupid things. <laughs> the best of newbie talk. Talking smack with the SSC. Right, so. That'd be kind of fun to have like a diss fight, like do your mom jokes or something like that and have your <laughs> SSC just go after you. I like when we're all holding up our computers and saying, I still got my old one. See? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Tiny Elvis. Tiny Elvis. I missed out on that one. What is this? Beating beating the horse to death, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Is that that what's happening there? Yes. (laughs) I think a nervous twitch or something. Now the FAA is going to get us for uh, SPCA or whatever they call it. The FAA? We're not flying a plane. <laughs> yeah, the FAA, man. We've just entered a... Is there a tone involved in this? I, I think it's the F... The... FTC. SPCA. <laughs> yeah. This is, the FTC. Uh, okay. The SDC? Yeah. The SDC is going to get us. The DVCA. <laughs> It's so freaking late. The CPC, the EFG. Cut us off. Oh my God. Cut us off. Take us off the air. What are we missing now? We weren't on the air. I'm doing the tiny Elvis. Oh, okay. I missed that one. (laughs) All right, well, let's let's go ahead and wrap up Coco Talk After Dark. And, and technically, this is Coco Talk Episode 41, however you want to look at it. Um,. Yeah, we should uh, probably have some suitable wrap-up that you can edit in. <laughs> so how many people were on the call, Grant, you said? I show 21. 22 now, actually. Ooh. Wow. And how do I see a list of all those people right now so we can... Okay, I, okay I'm, looking through, I'm looking through the text chat right now. So we started off with... Uh, so Grant and Coco Man were here, and then Steve Batson joined, Mike Rowan... Bill Noble, Mark Overholzer, David Ladd, John Linville, Richard Lorbieski, Boise Pete, Simon Jonason, John Strong, Ron Delvo, Neil Blanchard, um, D. Bruce Moore, and then uh, Paul Thayer, Paul Fiscarelli. So, yeah, there's our list. Hmm. I'm not sure that adds up to 21, but uh, my math might be different. Um, your mileage may vary. It's 21 <laughs> on the sound and speech pack. <laughs> count the sound and speech pack. Uh, my ego can count for at least four people, so that should do it. Uh, cool. All right. So, yeah. So, for everybody who was in the call before and everybody who's on the call now, on the call now, we still have Grant Leedy and Steve Batson and David Ladd and Ron Delvo and Paul yep. Thayer. Paul Fiscarelli, Bruce Moore, Richard Lorbieski in the Witness Protection Program, Mark Overholzer, and Coco Man himself are all here, and uh, and, and myself. Uh, now this was fun. This was fun for not having for having zero plans, zero agendas. We managed to pull off yet another 
riveting edge of your seat excitement episode <laughs> and uh for those of you watching uh thank you for watching this later on and hopefully Thank you for watching Coco Talk, the world's leading live talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. For all things Coco Talk, visit us on the web at cocotalk.live. We'd love to hear from you. Send feedback, suggestions, even segments via email to cocotalk at cocotalk.live. If you love the color computer like we do, then visit imacoconut.com for all your color computer needs. Consider supporting the show with a purchase of merchandise from our retro swag shop at 8bit256.com. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, then visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash OGStevieStro. Coco Talk would not exist without the community and its cast and crew. Thanks go to Curtis Boyle, David Ladd, Mark Overholzer, Grant Leedy, Bruce Moore, Rick Adams, Rom Delvaux, Richard Lorbieski, Jim Brain, Nick Marentis, Karen Anscombe, Simon Jonason, Wayne Campbell, Steve Batson, Brian Joyce, John Strong, and Barry Nelson. Special thanks to Steve Bjork for production suggestions and Brian Joyce for our Best of 2017 episode. Please help support the Coco community by visiting some of its contributors. The Coco Crew Podcast at cococrew.org. Glenside Color Computer Club, host of Coco Fest at glensideccc.com. Jim Brain and Retro Innovations at go, the number four, retro.com. Tandy Assembly at tandyassembly.com. Cloud9 Technologies at cloud, the number nine, tech.com. Boyson Technologies at boyson tech.com.